This is Dave, and I'm here with Ethan and special guest Alexis Adams, and together we are Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast, ridiculously self-indulgent bonus episode 31 centimeter. On this spoilerific bonus episode, we'll review the August 6th show in Lancaster, Pennsylvania at the American Music Theater from Weird Al's 2020 to the unfortunate return of the ridiculously self-indulgent, ill-advised vanity tour. It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al Podcast. It's a podcast about Weird Al. It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al Podcast. Seriously, the whole podcast is about Weird Al. It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al Podcast. You don't have to listen, but we're glad you are. Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al Podcast. Well, welcome back, Alexis. Oh, well, thank you for having me again. <laughs> Well, we had a, uh, a great rest of a car ride after we <laughs> <laughs> recorded 30 centimeter. It was so quiet. Yeah, we were like, well, sh- what, what should we, we talk about? We should have <laughs> added another 30, 40 minutes to this episode. Um, no, but we uh, we got in. We got to our uh, our comfort inn, Amish paradise or something. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it's called. It's Close uh, enough. Covered in, in uh, spotted lantern flies. Ugh. Uh, the outside is. I haven't seen any inside. Thankfully <laughs> not, yeah. Um, <clears throat> and uh, what uh, what did we do? We went to dinner. We went to the... Oh. I don't know what we did. Um. Dave took notes on it. <laughs> I don't take notes until the show. You, you jumped I'm, really far ahead. I was just going to mention that... Um, yeah, I guess you covered everything. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just here for moral support. No, I, was gonna, I was going to much more detail on our car ride, but I mean, basically, listen to episode 30 centimeters. You want to find <laughs> You'll out hear all did. about it. You know, they about probably it. all just listened to it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, we, we came in and uh, the plan, yeah, we, got, we just kind of, I don't know. We're at the hotel not that long, um, and then we headed out for dinner. Yeah, just under uh, the, an hour. Yeah, the plan was we're meeting a whole bunch of Weird Al super fans and Weird Al fans and people, you know, that we haven't seen in a long time. Um, the, the original plan, way back when we recorded the very first bonus episode, One Centimeter, is there's a, this restaurant that I love in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. I should say loved because it no longer exists. <laughs> oh, it's called no. Good and Plenty, and... And I know that I've been there with uh, like Mike Minnick and Adrian Vasquez and Ann and you know, his wife Ann and then just just uh, Jackie and just it's just amazing. Every time we come, we go to this this place. And uh, unfortunately, I found out later that it was it's no longer in business. They they closed and. And I, we're devastated, the entire group. So we except had, for me, I was except you, for me. You know why? Because <laughs> I don't want to drink milk, and I'm a vegetarian, and they didn't have veggie well, yeah, food. You, you, don't, you, you, you don't have to drink the milk, however. Yeah, there probably was zero options for vegetarians. I'm sorry it's for like, your loss. It is a family it was style. Family style, and, and COVID's running rampant, and monkey well. pox, and <laughs> chicken pox, all sorts of pox. Uh, Ebola. I, yeah, the Ebola. Virus. Virus, we would have uh, got our own table. It would have been fine. I, I would have hated it. You would have hated it, but it, 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 you could have you eaten your Pop-Tarts out in the parking lot. That's right. Really but, <laughs> oh, that's where Pop-Tarts came from. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But yeah, I was devastated that we cannot go to Good and Plenty. But we did find, uh, actually it was uh, Mary, Mary Alicia, who, uh, who was supposed to coordinate this whole uh, dinner thing. And she found this place called Lancaster Brewing Company and... Ta- 
I'm sorry, Lancaster Brewing Company Tap Room and Grill. Oh. Which, by the way, that was uh, in contention for one of the original names for our podcast. That's right. You were going to be uh, Lancaster Brewing Company Tap Room, and I was going to be Grill. Right. <laughs> or maybe right. it was the other way around. I don't think we could ever. It was. It was. That's why we didn't choose it because we, we never knew. No, but and finally uh, we settled on your name would be Dave, my name would be Ethan. Yeah. So we went there and uh, and. Unfortunately, due to some mix-up, uh, nobody had bothered to make reservations. We, were, <laughs> we so. just showed up, and we they're like, we up. don't have any tables. Uh, <laughs> so it was going to be a 40-minute wait, and it was at least 40 yeah, minutes. 40 wait. minutes wait. And there's some confusion because uh, I don't know how many, how many people there. At one point, there was probably like 13 or 14 of us, and then they got whittled down to, I think, 10 yeah, well, it was down to like eight, and then it was up to nine, and then I think we ended up with ten total. So uh, we, yeah, we finally got to go in. Uh, seven of us at one table, yeah. three at uh, the bar. Right. So, so just to kind of uh, the three at the bar, and uh, it was uh, Jackie, my wife, um, Max, and James, who were sitting up at the bar, and yep. then the rest of us were at a table, and that was uh, Kelly, it was Mike, it was you, Ethan, it was uh, Madison, it was Mary, it was me, and it was Alexis. It was me. Yeah. So we were all at a table, and by the way, outside, uh, th- this is where some of the confusion was. Uh, we were hanging out with uh, Nancy, Bob, and Salmira outside, but they ended up not going to the restaurant so that's. right and um <laughs> i think there were other people who were maybe showing up and i don't know it just it got very confusing and, uh but we, we and, and the guy inside uh hated mike minnick because he, he got there <laughs> he got there first and he went in and he's like hi i'm here for the reservation for ethan and the guy's like there's no reservation for <laughs> ethan and then he like went up back outside and then i was like oh um i didn't set this up uh uh, Mary invited me. So then he went back in. He's like, oh, actually, I'm here for the reservation for Mary. And the guy's like, there's no reservation for Mary. <laughs> and then I texted him, like, oh, well, get us a table. So then he went in. He's like, oh, can I have a table? And then when I got there, I went in with him. And the guy was getting visibly frustrated <laughs> with Mike. <laughs> but uh, I think he was just stressed out. But while we were waiting the 40 minutes, like, there was probably at least 20 different groups that went in and left because the wait was so long. Yeah. Um, but we finally got in. I got a flight of beer. Um, and... Uh, what, I can't remember all the ones I tried, but one was a peanut butter beer. Mm. Uh, tasted not great. <laughs> one was a uh, double chocolate nitro milk stout, which was awesome. Huh. Uh, I ended up getting a, a full glass of that one. And then there was one, do you remember what it was called? The Hot Hog IPA, um, which we decided to call it the Let oh, Me Be Your Hog IPA. Let Me Be Your Hog. <laughs> it was, that was okay. That was okay? okay. It wasn't super hoppy. It, it wasn't... It wasn't my favorite, but um, the the chocolate one was good. It was it was I'm, uh, yeah yeah yeah. I mean, the peanut butter I mean, probably sounded good to me. I don't know if I'd like the chocolate beer. That's maybe yeah. It, color, it, I, when I was, it was a stout, so oh, you know okay. it's yeah, kind of the coffee beer. and yeah, yeah. Okay. coffee and chocolate. Fun. The yeah the peanut butter one. If it was like peanut butter chocolate stout, that would have been. But it was like a peanut butter lager, and it oh. just those don't really. I don't know. It didn't. Okay. Well, it was okay. That sounds nasty. I, I, I was happy just I, to have a short glass of it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the food there was actually really good. It was very good. It was good. very good. I had fish and chips, and they were delicious. Three of you guys had fish and chips. <laughs> That's right. Mike and uh, <laughs> Mary. And Mary also had fish yeah. and yeah. chips. And uh, you had, like, this gigantic plate like, of mussels, which yeah, was, it was, like, looked I, really there, good. There had to have been, like, two dozen mussels, two dozen, like, two dozen mussels in that in that bowl, and I ate all of them. <laughs> and on top of that, I had a pulled pork sandwich, so 
and it was honestly it was it was worth it it was amazing yeah yeah i got a cheese pizza and it was good. Yes. <laughs> Basic. <laughs> and then you had a drink. With that was a also gu- the only thing I could eat on the menu, as it turns out. Yeah. Yeah. And you had a gummy bear in your drink, too. Yeah. I had two drinks with gummy bears. <laughs> was it the same color gummy bear both no, times? No. No. One of the... The first one was, like, like you know, the clear, like, gummy bear. Yeah. And then the second one was, was blue raspberry. Oh, wow. Yeah. I feel like the clear one would get lost with, like, ice cubes and stuff. I'm glad you found it. It was, it was very good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so after after dinner, we went right to the venue, and um, <laughs> we did a tour of the venue. Actually, we did a ride around the venue because <laughs> so we're coming down the street, and then I noticed there's this line like to make the left turn into the venue, and and you know cars are going in, and I don't see any cars coming out. You know, so this is pulling into the parking lot. They waved you in. They waved us in, and <laughs> they continued they waving, continue waving, and waving, and we waved, we and we like, waved uh, the way all the way around the park parking lot and we waved our got waved right back out <laughs> onto the street when we got to the light to turn in the sign it turned on this on the at the venue sign it said lot full well <laughs> i did see a couple empty spots um that they didn't whisk us by like it was in a separate thing i'm maybe guessing it was, like, it was handicapped or maybe yeah yeah it was, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, so we ended up... So this is now the second night in a row that I couldn't park at the venue. <laughs> and I had to go somewhere else. But this time I didn't have to park at some guy's house. In a random yard. We parked yeah, in yeah. A, a Panera uh, bread parking yeah, actually, lot. Yeah, actually, yeah. So, yeah, so, like, right next door, there's a whole bunch of, like, options. Like, uh, across the road, there was, like, a Cracker Barrel and a whole shopping mall, which uh, I think Adrian and Ann ended up parking at. But we parked at the Panera Bread, which actually probably wasn't that bad of a... It was, like, a really short walk. Oh, yeah, it wasn't bad and, at at all. And it wasn't bad at all. And uh, but we had to walk through an Amish uh, tunnel. That's that right. had a covered bridge. A covered bridge. An Amish tunnel. Um, Amish tunnel. Well, there was Same horse thing. poop in an it. An Amish tunnel, <laughs> aka covered bridge. And uh, yeah, um, it was funny. The last time that we that Jackie and I came to this venue, uh, we actually ended up parking in the Panera Bread parking lot. Really? Well. <laughs> but however, the difference was it was pouring. Pouring oh. rain, oh, no. and we had to run from the parking lot to the covered bridge, and kind of hang out there, and then run from the parking oh, from man. the covered bridge to the venue. So it, we were. Oh, so you mean the Amish, the Amish tunnel? Yeah, <laughs> the Amish tunnel. The Amish tunnel. The tradition, the Panera Bread right. tradition goes on. So that was that was uh, a call back to last time Jackie and I were here. But yeah, uh, I, you know, we were running because we had to wait forty minutes for dinner. That sort of threw off our timeline a little bit. So we were really pushing, like close to seven thirty when we went in. I think it was seven twenty when. We oh, was it? Went, went in. I it know was, the first thing I saw when we walked in was JW was manning the merch booth with Marnie. Marnie, Marnie <laughs> put right. him to work. <laughs> it was great, uh, and I don't think I've ever seen JW selling. Uh, no, yeah. No. I guess uh, he's. I saw him later. Spoiler alert! And he's saying he said it was a one-time thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, as soon as uh, I, we saw Marnie, I think Jackie and I went up to her and we're like, "Is this payback for all the uh, leaf blower action when you're helping with Jeopardy?" <laughs> so uh, yeah, that was that was. Well, what was interesting about this venue? This venue, by the way, this theater is is awesome. Um, just, just every the spoiler, lobby. Dave. No, the, I think it's well, it was my this. first time there, and I I. 
have to agree, yeah, spoiler, Dave. Spoiler, this is my first time in Pennsylvania, period. What? Season. Really? Yeah, I've never been to Pennsylvania. What? Wow. Never. So this is, everything's a spoiler. Wow. Well, I, I will just, since you're talking about it, Dave, because you have spent since December telling me how great this venue is, and I'm like, sure, whatever, Dave. Like, I'm sure it's great. I've been to a, a, a you know... Obviously, hundreds of venues with my my job and and tour chasing and other stuff I've done, and I gotta say it was quite a great venue. It was very, it was uh, awesome. The acoustics were absolutely incredible. Um, you know the uh, the seats. You know we were uh, we ended up being I don't know ten rows back and, and you were dead perfect, center too, right? perfect oh, yeah. view. Uh, like sometimes the the I don't know what they call it the rating the uh, the the ramp of the seats the is gra- not yeah, the, the grading. grading. Yeah. And it was fantastic. Yes, like, when they like, built this venue, they obviously had like the audience in mind. The rows were were like wide rows. So oh yeah, like like, like, like if some if somebody yeah. was coming late, you didn't, you didn't have, have to, to stand up. Right. They could pass it, you. it wasn't like the Orpheum Theater in Boston where you're like your kneecap. Oh, right? I hate that place. Oh, yeah. oh my place gosh. Sucks. Yeah, it it was it was great. It was the seats were comfortable. There was enough room. The There's lobby, cup holders in front like, of your. The lobby was lobby was, was huge. Amazing. Yeah, and, 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 huge bathrooms. Yeah. Bathrooms are very nice. Yeah. <laughs> Add that to the spreadsheet. Nice bathrooms, check. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how many times I've been here. Quite a few, but it, it's always a it's always a great place. But yeah, uh, what was interesting, and, it, and I guess it was you can kind of walk into the lobby area, and we didn't have to show tickets to get into yeah, the lobby. I just kind of walked in, and so I, you could kind of like. I mean, hey. after you know having to wait for the national anthem to get my ticket scanned <laughs> last night, and, and getting like uh, wanded, and I don't think I even talked about it in the, the review, but like I took everything out of my pockets, and the guy kept like waving on my pants, and he kept beeping, and he's like, "What else is in there?" I'm like. You can look in my pocket, dude. Like, there's nothing. Was it like your belt buckle? I think what was happening is there were those metal uh, stanchions. I think he was waving it too close to the, <laughs> like the metal barrier. I think that's what was happening. About right. Because it was only the side of me it, that was, it was near that. It was a rough night for, for the security guys at Indian Ranch last night. Yeah. It was not great. But yet, literally no security. Nobody looked at our ticket until we actually were walking into the theater from yeah. the lobby. Wow. Uh, someone ripped my ticket. This is going to be my... Dave's looking up, uh, well, with Frank's help. Because um, I don't know how to use the internet. Right. <laughs> I need Frank's help. So, yeah, the first time I was here on the Apocalypse Tour in 2011, then I was here in 2015, and I was also here in 2018, and this will be my uh, 2000, my fourth time here. Great. And tomorrow nice. will be my fifth time here. Very nice. <laughs> Today was my first time here, and tomorrow will be my second. <laughs> but, Same. But, uh, yeah, so this place, yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. Um, oh, I should say that as we were heading over to the merchandise uh, booth, I don't know if he tapped your shoulder, but he certainly tapped my shoulder, our uh, past guest of ours and friend of the podcast and good friend of ours, Jeff McClelland. No, I I, uh, I think we split up, Dave, because I, I don't know where you went, but I was with Jackie and Alexis. Um, I actually... Yeah, I, I think Jackie went to after we went to the the snack line and got some drinks. Um, I don't know where you were. Jackie went well, to find you, and I just went and sat down. Yeah, yeah, I was hanging back in the lobby because I got a message uh, that from Adrian 
It oh, says, okay. Uh, it says I'm in parking. It says something. I'm in parking hell right now. And I said, Yeah, well, <laughs> we went through the same thing. So I end up parking at the Cracker Barrel across the street, and he's walking over. So I was waiting for him because I haven't seen him right at all this entire tour. Uh, yeah, so this was his his and Anne's first show, and he brought his uh, young daughter Lucy, and it was for her first show. So I was. Uh, I wanted to say hello to them. And she's what nine years old. She's gonna. She's gonna be nine in October. Oh, so she's not even nine. She's eight. She's eight. Oh she's my eight. gosh. Yeah. So I. I mean, I guess I was nine for my first show. So that's that's, that's cool. so cool. That's so cool. I love. I, I think, love that. I, I mean, think I was like fourteen. And we'll have. <laughs> we'll more on a. a uh, yeah. On, on Lucy's opinion of the show later, well, but before we go any further, I Dave, have more, I have Coke Zero to open. Okay. So I'll open it on the podcast. I don't know if you even heard that. <laughs> you might not have heard that because you probably hear some hissing sound in the background because uh, the air conditioning is on in this room. So we're actually recording this in Ethan's hotel room. Uh, and I, I can't live without... As mentioned on episode 30 centimeter, I need air conditioning <laughs> in my face or uh, it's a problem. This man lives in an icebox. <laughs> and that's only moderately... <laughs> Cool enough for me. Alexis is wrapped up in like six different blankets and has her hood up on her hoodie. Yeah. And is shivering. Uh, no, if, if you say so. <laughs> we but, can say anything. People can't see. They'll believe it. They don't know the truth. But So so while I'm hanging out talking, or while I was waiting for Adrian Anne, and, and Lucy to show up, uh, or maybe they had already shown up, I don't know, the timeline's all. Uh, I saw our good friend Adam. Uh, oh, I missed Alabama. him completely. Uh, he was there. I didn't uh, see him at all. I talked to him for a couple minutes, and he was there. There's actually his friend, also named Adam, who uh, came in from Florida. Wow. Wow. And uh, there's Where a is, is he from? Is Adam from Pennsylvania? No, Adam is from uh, New York. He's like Long Island oh, guy. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. That's what I thought. But yeah... Uh, yeah, he comes out to Pennsylvania for a few oh, I shows. wish I saw him. We saw him, him in wilkes last, and we saw him... Um, yeah, we saw him at Huntington. Huntington. That's where I met yeah. him, and then, yep, wilkes -Barre. Yeah, so he was there, and I knew he was going to be there, so he came over, said hi, and we got to chat with him, and uh, and uh, Bob Groder and uh, his girlfriend, Salmira, were hanging out and chatting, and I, unfortunately, I, like, I said... We were in there for like ten minutes, and all this is happening because I know emo is coming on at seven thirty. And these, and let me tell you, we've said it a thousand times on this podcast. They are prompt. If they say the ticket says seven thirty, they start at seven thirty. Well, and, and they actually started a little early tonight. <laughs> um, I so I I split off and I just went to sit down, but I was sitting with you and Jackie, Dave, and um, awesome seat. Like like I said, eight or ten rows back, right in the center, perfect yeah. center. Um, I have some more from the lobby area. Oh my goodness, Dave! I told you there's a lot happening in ten then. minutes. So, well, let me just update while you're standing in the lobby. I am just sitting in <laughs> the theater by myself. Ethan's holding down the fort. That's right. <laughs> so yeah. So oh, I guess uh, probably before I saw these people, so, uh, somebody comes over and I'm wearing an Amish Paradise uh, T-shirt. I think this one was, was sold on the tour at some point, maybe 2010 or so. It, it's come. I'd have to, have to look it up if I really want to give you the exact date. But it's the Amish. It's a Amish Paradise. I feel like, was that mandatory? Was it sold on mandatory? It might have been. I don't. One of the mandatories. Because the one Adrian had on was like at the Apocalypse. Yeah, yeah. maybe I'm, that's I'm getting confused. I have to look it up. But uh, it's it's basically a shirt, and it's it's the orange uh, version of the Amish Paradise shirt. It's got like the, you know, the Amish Paradise buggy on the front, and it's got uh, the sick the guy um, the Amish person holding the sickle on the back. Uh, 
I'm wearing this shirt, and somebody comes over and says, "Can I take a picture of your shirt?" And I was like, "Sure." <laughs> and because we're we're in the heart of Amish country, you know, Lancaster, Pennsylvania, right. and I guess I was the only person until Adrian showed up that was wearing an Amish paradise shirt. <laughs> but so he, he was excited to take a picture of my shirt. He said, no, I won't put your face in it. I'm like, "You can take a picture of my face." He's like, "No, no, no. I just wanted a picture of the shirt." So, <laughs> so okay. And then he took the picture, and then I he's he's, he's, he's you know, "Thank you." I said, "All right. Well, actually, I'm gonna." charge you for that and he goes he's like gotten all nervous like oh, oh. <laughs> I said here I said, your payment is, is a, you you have to be uh, something like your payment is a wooden nickel so I took a wooden nickel out and gave it to him. he's like oh thank you <laughs> he's like I get a picture and a, and a prize <laughs> So, yeah. And, of course, the wooden nickels don't say anything about our podcast or no. who we are. So the guy's probably like, That's what okay. a weird man <laughs> with a great shirt. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I guess. Um, oh, and then uh, we go to we hear like I think I heard or they flash the lights in the lobby. And I and while we we're talking to the Adams and Bob and Selmyra, uh, they were flashing the lights. and said, guys, I really hate to cut this short, but I want to get inside and see Emo. And he's very prompt. And it's coming up and they're flashing the lights so we say goodbye to them and we head on over and Jackie and I were like we picked the door to go in the woman you know rips our tickets and says go in you know you're down row H you know we go in and then somebody else another usher stops us looks at our ticket and goes oh you guys uh yeah, actually, it's easier for you to get your seats if you go through the other door. Just cut through the gift shop and go to the other door. So we're like, okay. So we go out. We cut through this gift shop, which I got to check out tomorrow. It I, yeah, cool I didn't look shop. at it. Yeah. And then uh, yeah, like an Elvis thing that I saw as we we're running through it. And uh, so we go in the other, and there's a line to get in the other one. So we're waiting in this line to get in. And then the lady's like, oh, you guys are ready. Uh, we're here. He says, you know where you're sitting. And we're like, no, we don't. They told us to come from the <laughs> other side. So she's like took us down to our seats and then she goes you're in here you're 12 seats in so we walk 12 seats in and i see ethan so i know i sit down next to him and we're literally in the center like i was like the only way to describe this is is you know, i was an outside of the stage a dead center i was like i could have gone in on the other side right so this gentleman <laughs> made me walk all the way around the me and Jackie one seat around for like one <laughs> seat. and we ended up missing like the first i don't know three or four minutes of emo oh really Okay, I, I guess I, I wasn't paying attention, but I thought you came in like right when emo started. But oh, maybe I did. Um, but I felt like I missed I missed some of emo. You you probably missed the JW uh, portion. I definitely of the missed show. the JW portion. Uh, so show. JW took the stage right at seven twenty eight, and then right at seven twenty nine, emo came out, and um, he was wearing again. I think this is just his go to now. The what I call the Harley Quinn outfit, the golden and yeah. black. Uh, shiny outfit, and he opened with uh, his Amish jokes very appropriately. <laughs> and um, oh, I missed those Amish jokes. You did? Well, you've heard them before. <laughs> you've heard them plenty of times. Have I? Um, and uh, yeah, he just he he did a bunch of uh, bunch of jokes, and um, I got one, I got two comments about him. Well, he the. It's kind of a mainstay now, but uh, I did notice that he had the EMO letters out on the stage. Yep. Uh, that I didn't notice them I yesterday. He, I don't think he had them out yesterday. Oh. Okay. Yeah. And uh, there was a, a funny... <laughs> I don't remember what it was, and I don't remember the joke, and it's probably said, not important, but... He said... Uh, um, oh, I don't know how he started it, but he was like, the reason I got into comedy 
is for the skanks. <laughs> which was a nice callback to our episode 30 centimeter, which we recorded in the car, because uh, the, the, the whole skanks thing is a, a new term for me today, uh, <laughs> as far as the dancing ver- definition of it. Dave, you're very familiar with the, the other <laughs> skanks. The whole reason I got into podcasting. Um. So Emo ended the set on, on Dave, your favorite joke. Yep. And um, then Emo, like, he's starting to walk off, and they totally missed his uh, sound cue where they play him off of music. So Emo, like, started walking off, and they weren't playing the music. And then it started. So then Emo kind of came back out and then left again <laughs> to the music. Um, and he left the stage at 8.02. Yep, I got 8.02 at 2.08. And I have a partial standing ovation. We yes, stood. We, we stood. Did. But, Absolutely. Yeah. Every time I stand for emo. Um, and then we just sort of hung out in our seats. Um, yeah, I mean, I was I did notice that, you know, I think this is at the point where Alexis was, must have been, because I wasn't there before. Alexis came down, was talking to Adrian. I, could, I was spying on them. I couldn't hear what they were saying. They were way too far me. away. Took a picture of them and sent it to them. Oh, nice. And uh, But I did notice Mike Minnick was a couple rows in front of us in the same section. Nancy and Jeremy Nancy were a few Jeremy ahead of us. a few ahead of us. Uh, I, saw, I saw Bob. Yep. Bob uh, yep. And uh, at this point, um, I found out that uh, a friend of ours, that uh, well, a friend of mine and Jackie, also a friend of yours now, friend, uh, right. Amy, Amy Carter was there, and I think I've... It's been several years since I've seen her, but uh, she's in this area, and I didn't should have known she would have been here, but uh, she was there. She was up in the balcony, and so we turned around and waved up to the balcony and saw her. Um, and I guess uh, this was the only, the only I have one note for this uh, inter, little intermission besides what I just went through, and that uh, there there's these screens on the side of the stage. And uh, <laughs> yeah, they were just kind of you know showing sponsor yeah, logos and, and like little upcoming ads shows and stuff. and stuff. But at one point, it said AMT American Music Theater. AMT welcomes MARP M A R M A R P. And as soon as that came up there, like I think the entire theater just erupted yeah, people started cheering. And yeah, so the second time it came up, I started cheering, <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, MARP, let's go, MARP, let's go, MARP," and I was really into it. And uh, the people People behind us were loudly talking to each other like, what is MARP? What is MARP? And then they noticed that I was cheering. So they were like, sir, uh, what is MARP? I was like, oh, I don't know. (laughs) It was great. I really hope it's there tomorrow. (laughs) I hope MARP wasn't just... So from all of us here at Dave and Ethan's 2000 Inch Weird Al podcast, welcome to the American Music Theater, MARP. There were tour buses. I wonder if it was oh. a tour bus. It, yeah, it was like two coach buses. Maybe, it, yeah, MARP. I want, our, I want our, our intern Frank to Google MARP, but at the same time, I don't really want to know what MARP is. Yeah, it's kind of better to not know. I think, I think we're going to ask the intern Frank not to Google MARP. If you want to, at home, uh, Google MARP, uh, feel free to do so. Yeah, please. Time. Yeah, but don't let us know. <laughs> do not call 347-SPATCHLA and let us know what MARP stands for. <laughs> Unless you are MARP. Like, if MARP is a person... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> with a really weird name, uh, we do want to hear from you in that case. Um, so, are we ready to move on to Weird Al? I am. Uh, Alexis, have we uh, skipped over anything you needed to talk about? I don't believe so. No. 
All right. <laughs> Did you mention you were in the balcony? Um, no, I was. I was in the very front of the uh, the front row of the balcony on the left hand side. The left hand. We don't know what left and right um, means on this podcast. That's fine. Understandable. Is, is it Jim or, or Steve's uh, oh, side of stage? Uh, Jim. Jim. Thank Jim. you. Jim. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the Jim side of the the stage. Um, and how was the view from the balcony? It it was it was really nice. It was very awesome. It, I was um. I was saying earlier I was watching uh you could see you could see everything. There was not a bad view from the balcony and it was good. My first time actually seeing an owl concert from like the Oh top. nice. It's a cool experience up in the balcony. Every once in a while we like to go up there. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we we are pretty on the ball when tickets go on sale, so typically we try and get as close and as center yeah. as possible. Um, but it's, you know, it's not always possible to do that. And I enjoy getting to yeah. sit in the balcony as well. It's fun. I mean, it's, I don't care where I'm sitting in the <laughs> Al concert. I mean, front row obviously is fun because you can see Al the best, but, yeah. um, balcony is always fun too. I'll tell you though, our seats today were incredible. We were, yeah, we I could like see the whole band. I could I, see, I could see the entire I could see, band as well. Uh, John and I could see Ruben, and I. It's rare that I get to see both of them. And like there are no, like the the floor, like you said, was sloped in such a way that that like there's like even if someone was yeah, there was no guys with big heads blocking right. my view. And if there was, <laughs> it was yeah, there's, <laughs> there's a security guard eating chicken blocking <laughs> it away. Uh, <laughs> it was a great view. I loved, I loved our seats tonight. I loved the venue. Yeah, we we're closer tomorrow night. We are. Yeah, so I'm excited. Um, so 8.15 is what I have for the start 8.15, uh, Al and the band come out. And, and uh, you immediately turned to me and you said, ooh, he's got the vibra slap. Yeah, I think he walked out with it in yeah. his hand, didn't he? And uh, um, so um, Close But No Cigar is, uh, is what they started with. And I was surprised. I don't know. I guess when I see two shows in a row, I just, in my head, I'm thinking like, oh, it's going to be a completely different set list. But obviously it's what five or six hours away <laughs> so it was um uh there were a lot of repeats from what we saw hmm. last night in the set tonight um and then also some new ones uh but uh so i was surprised because he close but no cigar was the second song right after fun zone last night yes. so i was just surprised that it was uh so early but um i was very happy to get to uh count the vibra slaps and um it was it was kind of interesting because um, when he got to the Mama Cass line, and I, I've I've heard about this. I, I believe Jeremy Samples has been at one, or someone has told me about this. But he stops and apologizes for the Mama Cass line. This is the first time I remember seeing this. First time I've ever that seen it. That was the first it. time I heard it too. I've seen yeah. I've seen Close but No Cigar a few times yeah. on this tour, and that yeah. was the first time I've heard it. It was crazy. It's like it, uh, being the first song to set the tone. Right. <laughs> he just uh, he stops, stops it. Stops. Yep. The lights go out. The, lights, you know. the, the band obviously knew it was in on it because they all stopped performing. The lights went up immediately, so it was well choreographed. He's, and he just apologized. And, you know, uh, he said, uh, "Yeah, I apologize uh, for predicating the urban myth yep. that sh- uh, Mama Cass choked to death on a ham sandwich, yep. <laughs> and then something like I apologize if any of Mama Cass's uh, relatives are in the audience yep. tonight." Or, I, it was just, <laughs> yeah, it was just uh, yeah, perpetuate the myth. I, you know, I knew about it; it was a myth, but I just wanted to perpetuate it. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'll also take this care. this moment to, to mention Steve was wearing his sunglasses. <laughs> And um, I don't know if I'd seen this shirt that Al was wearing before. Um, it didn't. It didn't seem familiar to me in my now 
<laughs> this is my 28th show this tour. Um, <clears throat> oh, and I did talk to Jeremy Samples, and I currently, as far as we know, hold the record um, for most number of shows seen this tour. Jeremy will uh, wow. beat me in a couple weeks, and he will overtake my record. But uh, as it stands, as far possible? as we know... Uh, <laughs> I mean, there could be some, you know, other Al fans that we just don't know who are, uh, you know, right behind us. And whenever we turn around, they stay behind our backs. But, um, yeah, I, I, I've never been the record holder for anything, so it's kind of fun. Um, but so Al came out in what I thought was a new shirt. It was light blue. It kind of had colorful flowers. Um, it kind of reminded me of, like, a, a blue sunny day. So I named this shirt A Day at the Beach. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> no one ever likes my names, but I'm the name guy, so. <laughs> this is my 22nd show of this tour. 22nd, so there was five, or no, six Ethan Onlys. Wow. And this, wow. I think this is my seventh of, uh, the, of the tour. Of the tour? Yes. Cool. And um, just an update, uh, you are still hoping to hear Airline Amy. Yes. So we'll see if you got to hear it tonight. Um, but Al came out with the Viber Slap, and I didn't see anything else on his table except for cups. Yeah, I didn't, so, I didn't wow. really see anything from the um, So he was about to do, he usually does a Viber Slap for Mama Cass, but he didn't because he paused. Uh, so my final uh, tally was 16. Uh, Viber slaps. Well, I think you missed one because my Jackie and I were both counting along and we both had 17. Wow. Okay. So I, I don't know which one you missed because I, I don't was know what I missed either. Counting as well, so yeah, I'm not quite sure what happened, but uh, I don't know either. It was either 16 or 17, but uh, Jackie and I both had 17. You had 16. Did you count, Alexis? No, I did not. I was clapping along, but I didn't count. Okay. Oh, and we did a. Oh, I would say though, I don't. You you turned to me at this too. That at some point uh, after 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 the seventh vibe or slap, there was sort of this gap in the song that I just I never yeah, really heard before. It was just kind of a weird pause. Yeah, um, it didn't sound like a a mistake. It just sounded different. Yeah, I agree. I don't know how to describe it. Just other yeah. than a gap in the in the song, uh, but um, <laughs> we said I had mentioned on a previous podcast partly joking but i guess ethan took it seriously that we should count the claps in uh <laughs> in close but no cigar as well and uh well i, f- I felt the need last night to to count how many did, well you said there was i counted 30 in indian ranch and i counted 30 again oh, tonight I, I counted 33 but they go by so fast it's, it's yeah it's hard. kind of it's hard, it's to, hard. to tell I may have triple counted one of them i don't know <laughs> Well, I'm glad that sitting next to each other, we counted (laughs) differently for the Viber Slaps and the Claps. Uh, (laughs) uh, So after Close But No Cigar, Al said, how you doing? Great to be back to my hometown of uh, (laughs) Lancaster, (laughs) Lancaster. Pennsylvania. Uh, He said it's the first of his two-night residency. And um, yeah. Yeah, he, he said the, uh, you know, back in the 80s, if you had told me I'd be touring around the country for six months in a bus with Emo Phillips, I would have said that sounds about right. Uh, and, uh, that's what it was. Gotta flip the page. And then, uh, then he picked up the accordion. Yeah. Assuming my pages aren't stuck together, he picked up the accordion. And, uh, he said, I hope you were sufficiently warned. Uh, <laughs> deep, t- uh, we've got, um, Deep cuts, you 
ship hour. <laughs> you shampoo. You shampoo her. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. What, um, but he said this next song, Aged Poorly, uh, kind of went into that whole spiel, and it was... Uh, Frank's 2000-inch TV. Yes. And um, <clears throat> this is where I really just... Since I, I wasn't having to count anything, <laughs> I was able to really sit back and just appreciate how incredible the acoustics were. Oh, yeah. Um, at the... Um, it was just, it was fantastic. And, yeah. uh, you know, Frank's is a, you know, it's kind of a, a beautiful, you know, song. And, you know, there's a lot of great, um, you know, melodies. And, and, and it was just, it was just really, I put two exclamation points. Wow. Acoustics are incredible. Two exclamation wow. points. And it's hard two to see. It was hard to write in this venue. So, <laughs> it was. It, yeah. um, My notes are horrible because I could, and missing a lot because I just could not <laughs> see. Now, my memory of seeing Frank's 2000-inch TV perform this tour is that there's usually the fingernail lights, but I did not see any kind of uh, fingernail lights or any kind of special lights projecting um, tonight. So I don't know if that's... Uh, I think we'll talk about it later, but there is a couple changes yes, in the lighting that we quite, noticed. Quite a few different, different um, lightings. So I don't, I don't know... My and memory is that Frank well, usually you, has the, the clipping lights, but... Well, you've been to the most concerts apparently on this tour. So <laughs> yeah. You should know the lighting well, better. But then I get, get to stepping. But but so I guess uh, to jump ahead, uh, even uh, the, I guess the second place person in this competition, Jeremy, uh, came up to me and he said, "There are a lot of different lights on this show." So if if you and Jeremy and, and myself <laughs> we are sure. seeing, yeah. think that there's they, they definitely changed the lighting around for this show and a lot of new lights, a lot and, and two. Ended up, I really enjoyed the lights, and I'll have yeah, some comments on really them. Yeah, good. I wonder if it was, um, I mean, maybe they had uh, venue lights that they had access to that they don't normally... It looked cool, and it, and it was a definitely an improvement in, in the lighting. It was cool, yeah. yeah. Uh, so Al said, you guys are looking at me kind of funny. <laughs> uh, I know what it is. It's the first week of August, and you're wondering... Uh, you know, which of my two uh, plethora of Christmas songs I'm going to play. And Dave, you turned to me and you said, Night Santa went crazy. And was it was right? the Night Santa went crazy. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> and um, my notes for this song are literally TNSWC. And song. then you circled it. And then I have two blank pages. <laughs> well, you just were like, I can't compete with this great note. I need to <laughs> give it some space. Um, my note for this song is, you know, there's Jingle Bells kind of playing the yes. whole... I don't know who is doing it, so I have to assume that it's I thought uh, it was, uh, Ruben. Bermuda. I thought it was Bermuda too, but he it doesn't match up with what his hands are doing. Oh. So he might have some sort of like pedal or something with his oh. knee. Um, so it's either Bermuda or Ruben. I mean, it has to be right. Um, I feel like we've asked them before. Have I we? I feel like I I can't recall. I feel um, like we did in Nashville, so maybe we should go back and have someone listen to that episode. Yeah, if you if you know, if we already figured that out, <laughs> let us know, please. <laughs> now, this was really interesting. Um, before the next song, uh, he introduced it very differently. So normally, uh, yeah. the next song was uh, Don't Download the Song. He usually says, I get a phone call from the president of the record industry. Right. And um, he said this time... Uh, a few, he said a few years ago, uh, I got a phone call from Tony Scotty. Right. Which is, um, if you remember Weird the Al Yankovic story, the 
movie trailer from 2010 um, where Aaron Paul is playing Weird Al. Al makes a cameo in that as Tony Scotty. Uh, so. Yeah, Tony Scotty is is for those who are trying to figure out the name Scotty of the Scotty Brothers, right? Scotty Brothers Records, which was Al's record label for uh, the first twenty years or so of his right. career. Uh, certainly up until and they they're sold not around the volcano. As of yeah. a couple years ago, <laughs> they, sold their, they sold their catalog to a volcano and, and sort of expanded. And we had uh, on our guest, we had Tad Dowd, who was you know he was the president of Rock and Roll yep. Records, yep. which is kind of a subsidiary of. I, it's the whole record business. It's very confusing to me, but um, yeah, I was on Scotty Brother Records, and obviously Tony Scotty was one of the Scotty Brothers at. Scotty Brothers. Yeah, and, and so... Um, but to get a call, let's get the shout-out, I've never heard him sh- call no. out Tony Scotty or any of the that, Scotty Brothers That was, the, I think, the first time he's done that. Yeah. And so it was... Um, the reason I, I uh, am able to so um, quickly mention that that was the cameo Al did in that original <laughs> trailer is because... Uh, Dave and I just interviewed Eric Appel, who is the director of the upcoming Weird the Al Yankovic Story film, and also the director and writer of the uh, the Funnier Die short. Yep. And uh, when we talked to him, he he mentioned, or at least clarified, that of the, you know, I, I just always assume Al was just playing a random record executive, yeah, but right. but he clearly said Al was playing Tony Scotty yeah. in that. So I thought that was really cool, and I wonder if. Um, Al somehow knew that we had that conversation because <laughs> we haven't aired that part of the interview yet. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I like to think that Al was inspired uh, yeah. just by the universe of us having that conversation with Eric. <laughs> but he he did clarify it was a regular phone t- phone call. It was not FaceTime. Uh, <laughs> but even though it was not FaceTime, he knew uh, he had been crying. Yes. Uh, <laughs> And um, I'm having trouble flipping my pages tonight. Um, you know, of course, it, the uh, the record industry was falling apart due to peer to peer sharing, and he called them hooligans. Right. Hooligans, yell hooligans. <laughs> and uh, Tony asked him, "Get them to stop stealing my songs." And then Al said he reminded him that they were. My song. That's right. Uh, and then he said to to Tony, "Don't worry your pretty face," mm. and um, wrote and recorded. Don't download the song. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I have toenail lights. Yep. Yes. Yes. Yep. But definitely. they were new lights. I have. Yeah. So there were the the fingernail oh, clipping right. lights. Yes. Yes. Okay. Nice um, page. And then, um, yeah, there were these brand new, like, tiny dot lights. Yeah, they kind of reminded me of, like, a spotted leopard or something. You know, They were teeny of, tiny. Yeah, like, uh, almost like... like um, sparkles, kind of. Yeah, or like um, when they they had those cool uh, space curtains for the Star Wars songs on the last tour. Like, they it was were like... a little bit bigger. They were bigger than yeah, that. They were, yeah, but they were around that size. They were not, like, you know, the size of the toenail clipping lights. No. It looked cool. Um, yeah. It's some of the new... Uh... And I did notice later um, there were some lights that were obviously from the disco ball that was hanging uh, up <laughs> yes. in the ceiling. But these were tinier than that. Um, so it looked like it was specific. Um, and <laughs> there wasn't really anyone waving their phone lights. But 
um, Dave, you and I were kind of discussing, should we do it? Should we do it? And then we decided, I think around the third chorus, let's do it. So we did it, and we definitely started it a little bit. It didn't catch on too it, well. It but, was very sporadic. Like, there were yeah. some people in the balcony doing it, but it wasn't, it didn't really catch on yeah. up there. We did our part. We, we, we stayed strong through the end. A few people were waving <clears> their <throat> arms, and but it was, it, was t- it was a tough crowd to get going. I mean, we are an Amish country. People, maybe people don't have phones. That's true. That's true, yeah. yeah. They may just... Uh, they have to get their rotary phones and... and, and, and uh, get their Nokia bricks out. And, and, uh, and <laughs> They just have their crummy pieces of string and uh, tin cans. Tin cans. Um, trying to go for the... Uh, oh, geez, what is his name? I'm forgetting already. A great guest of ours. We've had him on. Uh, who to spun the, the phone in the Amish Paradise video. Oh, uh, Craig Armstrong. Yes, thank you. I yep. just untipped my tongue. Craig Armstrong. They were all being Craig Armstrongs. <laughs> it, was a, it was a whole whole audience full of Craig Armstrongs. Yes. Uh, they're sa- talking <laughs> go about... Listen, go the, listen to that interview. You'll in the Amish it. Paradise video, <laughs> when the uh, gentleman uh, spins the uh, the rotary phone and all the dust comes out in his face. That, that's, uh, that was Craig. That was Craig. It was our guest and <laughs> did a lot more than producer, just that. <laughs> producer on, on many, many of Weird Al's... Uh, music videos for many many years so after um don't download this song al just went woo <laughs> i think somebody in the audience yelled woo and he wooed back oh okay happened. i didn't catch the yeah i just heard al but he definitely wooed uh he said uh he has a reputation of being family friendly he yep. doesn't mind uh but he doesn't understand it uh he said but you know he doesn't he has nothing so sexually he does not have anything so sexually risque that your grandma would have a stroke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. No profanity. And uh, and he said that reviewers have noted yeah. that um, recently on this tour that a lot of his songs are... Um, Dark, twisted, and horrifically violent. Yes. Uh, including this next song, <laughs> which is uh, I Remember Larry, uh, which was another one that we got to hear uh, last oh, night. Yes. But of course, I you know it's a, a fantastic song, so I'm happy to hear it uh, as many times as possible. Yeah, so uh, I really liked uh, the lighting on this one. Uh, some these red lights that were there that looked almost orange to me, and they turned into this pink thing. And then there were these spotlights on the stage that were sort of flashing in this song. I really liked the the lighting in, in this song. I, I made a lot of notes about it, and uh, I said they're, they're very pretty. And I wrote it twice. So it must have been very pretty, very pretty. I love the song <laughs> and the lighting uh, on it. And, uh, yeah, from where we were sitting, it was incredible. And I guess at some point I was going to mention this, but uh, I'll mention I took a – you know, I, as I've been doing it every single show I've, I've gone to, I, uh, I've been tweeting out um, the uh, – the set list at Elvis Arama on Twitter, my personal Twitter account, and I've been posting a bunch of pictures. and And from where I was sitting today, I I had great view of Weird Al, so I took quite a few pictures and posted them over on there. You know, those pictures came out fantastic. Oh, They're really? I honestly probably my favorite pictures. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. Oh, you're so welcome. <laughs> But yeah, so yeah, I, I was uh, taking. I took a bunch of pictures and I tried to post the best of what I thought was the best of them over on there. So yeah, if you want to go check that out, this is a con- definitely one of the ones to check out the pictures at Elvis Arama. It's the Lancaster one, obviously. We say yeah. Elvis Arama, but Elsa's Elvis Arama in the song. 
I noticed that the other day listening to the song. <laughs> I've always said Elvis Arama, but at least in the recorded like version, a, like he a, says Rama, like a dialect thing. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. true. Like how he says pillow, he says like pillow. Pillow. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You're right. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll spell it E L V I S A R A M A. Yeah, and uh, if you're not at a show and you're you're feeling lonely. Uh, you can follow along Dave Setlist and you can Yeah, and there are people that do that and, and they uh, they tweet comments and they, they you know hit the little heart that says they like what I'm posting, so I'm gonna continue to do it until that stops. Yeah, and um, <laughs> I blocked you on, on Twitter, so I don't have to see all that crap. And if you wanna sign up if you wanna follow my Twitter account at Elvisarama or at Elvisarama, <laughs> then uh, you certainly can, but pretty much all I do is post spoilers from the concerts. <laughs> you Every- can also follow at two thousand inch and you can hear all the same we retweet Al whenever there's something oh, or I should something Fun. I should say this is this was interesting. I logged into my Twitter. I don't know if it's still going to tell me. It is. It says it is your it is your Twitter anniversary. Wow! So happy anniversary to me. Wow! I happy can't... anniversary, Dave. You joined thirteen years ago today. Wow. Was that yesterday though? It was yesterday. Thirteen years ago yesterday. So August sixth. I'm going to celebrate with a tweet. Thirteen years celebrate. ago. So. Anybody like who it. will, anybody who will, uh, who'll see this will know the exact time that I'm recording this. There you go. The exact date and time. One thirty-two. Jeez. didn't want to tell people. I didn't know that. Liked immediately. Wow, somebody liked it. Oh yeah, you're welcome. Um, okay, let, let's we'll move on to uh, Al talking about the rumor that a new movie is coming out. Uh, he does the whole spiel, but then he he, he said it was oh, a little I two likes. He. <laughs> it was not me because, as I mentioned, I have blocked your account. Oh, there's me, an angel. <laughs> angel. All right. All right. We'll uh, see how many likes I get by the end of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, then you can. It do is one thirty-two in the morning. Burrito, burrito time. That's right. Um, he said uh, it's coming out in November, uh, the new movie, and he says right now they're doing the finishing touches. Uh, quality control and yeah. he said that's the part where the producers watch the film over and over <laughs> again and they go oh no we cut Daniel Radcliffe <laughs> out of the movie <laughs> um, and uh, so they you know they teased the new song um, and uh, Bermuda did count the sticks in but then uh, um, uh, Al said oh you know he, you know signed an NDA can't do it and then he said sorry uh, to even bring it up <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a, a nice well, addition. It was interesting there. as he was teasing the song, and he said, hey, "I'm going to play the song. I would like to play the song." There was a person sitting directly behind us who had an audible gasp, who went, <gasps> like, like, "Oh, like, oh, they're going to get a real treat." And Jack turns to me and said, "Did you hear that gasp behind us?" And I said, "Yes, I did." And uh, that poor person, uh, well, well, sorry to even bring it up, poor person. I heard, I heard people doing the same thing up in the balcony. They're like, "Oh," and I was just like, "Wait for it, wait for it." You're going to be severely disappointed. You're at a Weird Al show. He's going to mess with you and your expectations. He's like the poster child for like trolling. <laughs> Uh, so then they played the theme from the last film 33 years ago yeah. called UHF. Which we also got last night. Yes. Um, oh, wow. So I um, I think I pointed out to you, Dave, I don't know if you'd already seen, but there were some tiny dots of uh, yeah. lights in the audience. And that's where I noticed it was the, the disco, disco ball. ball yeah. Because how they were moving was with the 
the disco ball moving, huh. which was up. Did you see the disco ball, uh, Alexis? Did you see it up on the ceiling? Yes. Um, actually, when I was down um, on the floor talking to Adrian and Anne and Lucy before the show started, uh, the disco ball caught Lucy's attention. Oh. And she was like, look at, like, she's like, oh. look up there, there's the, the disco ball. Like, why do they have the disco ball? And, That's um, awesome. Did they, was that just the refl- the lights reflecting off the disco ball, or did they actually use it? For UHF, it was the lights. I think it was just think, random. Yeah. I yeah. don't think it was intentional. Yeah. Um, but I also, you know, sometimes when you, you know, hear a song five million times, you something comes to you, and something came to me where there's the lyrics, don't touch that dial, but there's also yank off the knob. Hmm. And my understanding of old TVs is that <laughs> The dial and the knob are the same thing, so there's a competing direction oh, of gosh. don't touch the dial, but also yank off the knob. Uh, which one is it? <laughs> there are... Oh, jeez, you're so young. There are multiple knobs on these old TVs, these old CRT TVs. <laughs> I, I had cathode ray to yeah. TV, but we had a remote control. Oh, jeez. Oh, man, you got a remote control. You're lucky. All so right. which knob is he yanking off? Is it different than the... Don't touch the dial? Um, the dial would be the one that you would touch to change the channel. Right. right. So the you'd knob. yank off the knob to the not change the channel. The knob would be that you would do to, t- to, to either either adjust the volume or turn off the TV. So which one is he telling you to... Well, if he's saying don't touch the dial, he's saying don't change the channel. And then he's yank off the knob. Yank off the knob, he's saying... So what the you channel has stays. To, to, to yank off the knob so you do not cannot turn off your TV. Okay. All right. Thank you for explaining that to wow. me back and in my day. Alexis and okay. everyone else listening who... Uh, Pepperidge Farm remembers. <laughs> uh, but there were actually... Uh, this was a song that had some new lights to it as well. Yeah, I, I don't really know how to describe it. Yeah, uh, it spiral lights. I called it the circle slash globe light, where it wasn't, it wasn't a solid circle. It sort of had like... Yeah, uh, spiral. Yes, yeah, I guess it was a spiral, but it wasn't like a spring. It was more like contained yeah. in a circle. Um, and they had these the lights that were flashing over the audience as well during this song. It was, so it was very it was cool. Very, very new light, very cool lighting for this song. Yeah, and like UHF that. is already one of the songs where I just love the lights. I love those. The TV, yeah, the, yeah, the, TV the, the stripes lights, or whatever. Yeah. They're very cool. cool uh, so he put the... Um, the accordion down, and he said, I wrote this song for Rage Against the Machine. It was unsolicited. They didn't ask for it. Uh, the demo was, <laughs> was returned unopened. <laughs> uh, he said, that was kind of a bummer, but I'm still going to play it for you right now. Yep. And uh, it was, I'll sue ya. Yeah. And I'll sue uh, ya. How, how did you guys uh, <laughs> react? Overall, I thought the song was, was uh, really good. Uh, but, you know, there's a couple of lyrics in there that I take issue with. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I, I saw you put your thumbs down and boo for um, the went to New Jersey and it sucks. Yeah. But and um, Jackie did as well. Uh, but I did not. I said woohoo and I put my thumbs up because I was, I was asked by John Katz to, uh, I think, cheer when he talked about New Jersey sucking. Yeah. And I just I just I forgot. So <laughs> you, you abstained. I, I abstained. Sorry, John. I really enjoyed the lights for this for this song. So good. It was, yeah, it was awesome. I'll say, you know, you you said that, Ethan, that you, you know, you once you, when you're in the area, you will um, 
I gotta take pride in my own state of New York. If it was, but you're not in the area. You were three hours outside of of my house. It's it still the East <laughs> Coast, Dave. We're practically in New England. I know, practically in New England. <laughs> no, you're no, not. I was in New England yesterday. <laughs> That's on earlier. Yeah, sorry for your loss. Um. <laughs> I was uh, I was thinking about uh, Drunk Carol and <laughs> <laughs> how she would have cheered. Uh, she definitely would have cheered know. for that. I think I, th- I think you should have booed. We'll have to go back next yeah. summer and find Drunk Carol and ask her. <laughs> we don't have to wait for a whole summer. We can just go. Oh, we'll just go back <laughs> next weekend. Um, yeah, I don't think she ever leaves. Anyway, <laughs> not to harp on Drunk Carol uh, again. Um, he said. He said. He called them. Made a call back to to what you guys said last night with the curfew. Yeah. Yes. There's no. Curfew. This was the first of a uh, little spoiler of at least two callbacks to the show last night. That, as yes. far as we know, <laughs> yes. it was me, Alexis, and Jeremy Samples who were there, uh, both both shows in a row. So. Um, I guess it was for us. <laughs> Thanks, Al. Thank Thanks, you, Al. Al. The crew in the band. Thank you. Yeah, but mainly, mainly, mainly you know, for, for, definitely for us. And uh, I'm sure a little bit for Lex, mainly for me. <laughs> let's, let's, let's be real here. Are you, are you sure about that? <laughs> I'm positive. All right. <laughs> so there's no, no curfew as far as we know. Yeah, I don't think we have a curfew tonight. And uh, so, this, so this is a new arrangement we're going to try. Uh, Jim's been working on uh, for this song. It's the same chord over and over for 45 minutes. <laughs> People then, always cheer. For <laughs> and then he started, Jim started playing it, and I really wish uh, I thought to do this, but at some point I'm going to have to time and see how long Jim actually does play. It's not always, probably not always the same. How many strums? <laughs> yeah, but uh, he did play for a while, and it played long enough to get a clap going in the audience. And... Uh, Clapping along to Keanu. I, I, I started clapping, and I kept the clap going until he uh, yeah. he switched um, to the next chord. Uh, for my own eyes, yes, my another own eyes. another one, yeah. And that was the song last <laughs> night where Al mentioned the curfew. So it was kind of funny that he um, not only did the callback on the curfew, but it was the same exact song. <laughs> Um, I have a couple notes, but uh, you know how I like almost never yell anything out during concerts. Rarely, rarely, rarely you. I yelled, actually yeah. yelled something out this, this concert. I heard it. You yelled, "El Maestro!" I did not. I love Nazis. I did not. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. No, you did didn't. Not. You did not. I yelled out chemo during his forty-five minute. Uh, <laughs> at what minute did you yell? <laughs> 27. At 27 Thank minute you. mark. That's right. <laughs> I do have a note here, but I don't know if I want to say it. Um, I said, it was, it was, so Kimo, of course, uh, the Grammy Award winning Jim Kimo West wrote our incredible, performed our incredible podcast theme song. And, and our uh, incredible podcast theme song outro, the <laughs> instrumental. The instrumental version as well. He um, did all of that. We didn't have to write anything for that part. Yeah, that part. <laughs> That was it was easy for us. Uh, so we've been using that uh, at that theme song for over three years now. And right. I'm wondering if it's time to uh, have Kimo write us a new theme song. And I had in mind, I thought maybe our new theme song could just be 45 minutes of Kimo playing a power G chord. I think that's a great idea, I Dave. I can get behind that. Yeah. Then, um, I mean, then we don't have to do too much because we already are starting off with 45 minutes. And then the instrumental 
uh, for the outro will <laughs> be another. So it'll be an hour and a half minimum, and we don't have to. We can just wow. be like, "This is Ethan. I'm here with Dave. Uh, good night. Thank you. That was. <laughs> I like <laughs> this. Is and that was Dave and Ethan. <laughs> Make our podcast. Wow. Think of all the work we that. Uh, well, it actually, it would save. Uh, the most time for intern Frank, and then, that's yeah, that's yeah. a terrible idea. No, we can't do that. Well, so much for that 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 idea. Well, so we got um, a very, um, you know, I wish I had better notes for this, so I apologize in advance. Oh, uh, I got to mention a couple things about um, more about uh, the, 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 the my own eyes. Okay, go for it. <laughs> so uh, this was a uh, some. I don't know if we, I'm sure we've mentioned this before, but this was a pretty uh, song that's pretty heavy with, uh, with strobe lights. Um, I was blinded several times. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and, and and at this point, um, there was a, an older couple sitting next to Jackie, and, <laughs> and the woman, like about halfway through the song, stands up, and I think Jackie said later told us that she said, "Why am I here?" <laughs> and, and is that why those left. seats next to you were yeah. empty so i noticed that so she got up and left and i wasn't sure because i didn't hear what she said um and it wasn't until later i found out that she said that i thought maybe she was affected by the strobe lights in the song but they had already done i'll sue you so what was this triggering on this one but uh, uh so she left and i was like maybe she went to the bathroom maybe she left because the strobe lights something but she never ended up coming back and uh she left her poor husband, I assume. Or yeah, and didn't Jackie? Yeah, because I I didn't notice that at all because it was a couple seats away from still me. Still sitting there. So, but Jackie did say he stayed for another couple songs well, and then left. Yeah, or something. I, I, yeah. I'll tell you when he left. <laughs> oh, okay, good. I, you I, have I, that. I wrote that down. Uh, but, <laughs> but, I yeah. love that he stayed though. Husband tracker. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So it was strange because I didn't know that why she left, but then Jackie later said that she left. She said, "Why am I here?" or something like that. <laughs> so I don't know what was going on. Um. So, uh, if we can move on to, uh, I already saw it. <laughs> Don't look at my notes. <laughs> I can't miss it. <laughs> um. So after that, and this is the one that I'm apologizing that I don't have better notes because it was. Oh yeah. Hilarious. I was just like cracking up. I was. Uh, I, yeah, I, I was I laughing I too hard to write it down. Um. So one of my all-time favorite oldies. Yes, and he wrote it back uh, in 1985 through ni- or 1986. Uh, he did say it was one of my favorite. Uh, is it one more minute? Uh, yeah. And he said for the first time it was on national TV. Uh, and then he he was like uh, it was for. I don't know, Dick Clark's rock and roll beach party towel. <laughs> I, I don't know what he said. It he went on for a long time. Yeah, he said like all this hysterical. hilarious stuff. And then... Um, he turned to Bermuda and he said, is that... What is it? Is that right or something? Because when we were... What was the show we went to? You were just saying it was your favorite show? Uh, Hampton Beach. Hampton Beach. Uh, Al told the story and he turned around to Bermuda and Bermuda repeated back exactly the, 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 correct, the correct, yeah, name. correct title. Yeah. So Al was like, what was it? And... Um, Bermuda goes, it was the Dick Clark's tightwad money grubbing <laughs> something something. <laughs> and I just was dying. I don't think I've ever laughed that hard. That was a good one. That was awesome. <laughs> um, it was, yeah, so unexpected. And, um, you know, Al told the story about, you know, uh, Grand Central Station. Cleaning Grand Central Station with his tongue was deemed too inappropriate. Yeah. 
and uh, you know, he said that's network logic. <laughs> um, so he said, so here's the filthy, uncensored version of "You Don't Love Me Anymore." Right. So, <laughs> so the song, by the way, and the, the show is is Dick Clark's rock and roll summer action from 1985, and and I've told this on the podcast before. I have, yeah. I. And I, I somehow have the only copy of this up on YouTube, so every time he mentions this, I get tons and tons of more views on my YouTube page and, and all that stuff, but um, personal YouTube page. But uh, yeah, so <laughs> he did say, which was which is really funny, the way he was describing the story is, you know, he said you know, how they sent, they had a problem with the line, you know, I clean all the bathrooms of Grand Central Station with my tongue, he said, so they told me they were going to censor. I was like, okay, whatever, you know. And then he went back and he was watching it later. Yeah, he said he's like, he's watching it with a bunch of friends. friends they're waiting for it. And he's thinking it. to himself, how are they going to censor? How are they going to censor this line? <laughs> and of course, you know, I, you know, the bathrooms of Grand Central Station with my beep. At that point, the audience just lost it. I lost it. I've heard this story <laughs> yeah, before, Yeah, it's so obviously. funny. But it was just the way he presented this. It was so funny. I just lost and, he, it. and, and the whole Dick the, Clark thing. Well, oh but everyone's gosh. laughing for the beep, and then Al, you know, he gave it a couple of beats, and he's like, "That's way worse." <laughs> <laughs> the introduction to this song so just good. made it so much better. Of course, I'm surprised he doesn't do this every time because this story always kills. This story is great. So we did get to hear the filthy, uncensored version, and uh, of you don't love me anymore. You don't. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> wrong one. <laughs> one more I wrote down, wait, I, did I write that down? What? I wrote down you don't love me anymore. Why? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe because we saw it last night. Oh, no, one so, more minute. You're right. I'm so confused. <laughs> well, I actually, um, yeah, I was obviously really confused. See how I number my songs? Uh, my Own Eyes was the eighth song, and then I wrote down ten. You don't love me anymore. I missed a number. Oh. <laughs> I had to go back and fix it, so I don't know <laughs> what. I was just laughing so hard at the intro oh, that it I, was I got so confused. It was the Yeah, it was a great story he told tonight. And uh, by the way, this was uh, in the middle of One More Minute. That's when the uh, gentleman next to Jackie left. <laughs> <laughs> so he finally caught up with his, I'm assuming, wife and said, oh, I guess she's not coming back. I don't know what he said, but he just got up and left. <laughs> And they never came back. So whatever it was wow. that set her off, uh, he obviously said, "I better do the uh, the right thing and leave." <laughs> oh boy! But, so uh, I wonder if she was a drunk Carol. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, but uh, drunk Carol. We ended, yeah. So uh, oh, there's a couple observations at this one. I mean, other than the fact that the, the, the introduction was incredible, but I, I just I don't know if. Uh, Generally, when Al's performing, and I'm just noticing this now, and this is my 22nd show, um, so <laughs> only your 22nd, only 22nd. on this tour. Um, so maybe it's obvious to everybody else in this room and everybody else who's listening who's seen a show and seen one more minute. But uh, he takes the the microphone off the stand and he turns the stand sideways. So you kind of get a really good view of his face, and he's holding the microphone in his hand. And, and from a lot of the sh songs, he's oh yeah, he usually uses the mic stand. He uses the mic stand. I don't know so. if I've uh, acknowledged that. I'm sure I've obviously I've seen it, but um. so it's, it's interesting that oh, I'm cool. wondering why he does that and and not and I, I didn't notice for any other. Maybe songs. he's used to holding it in his because hand for that song because yeah, he's, he's walking around. around. Yeah. I wonder if it's it's because he's used to holding it in his hand because he's, yeah, it's, it's interesting. It was an observation that I just cool. noticed today. It was cool. Um, I'll have to watch for that. Yeah. 
Do you want um, me to uh, reveal this, or should I? Well, um, before we uh, do that, uh, when Al sings the line, Tongue, the uncensored, filthy... Oh, yes. He, uh, uh, Dave, you cheered, and I heard a bunch of people cheering. I heard a fight. lot of people cheering yes. up in the balcony. I love that. Oh, I love that. I, I love that. I love this story. I love this, This. Uh, yeah, the fact that he does... <laughs> that, that when he does tell this story, he does make a big deal about saying the word tongue, which is awesome. Yes. Yeah. I guess we'll... Uh, we can wait. We, we'll wait. Um, and um, because it's time... For Al, Al said, in uh, he wrote this song in the year two thousand two. Oh, two oh oh, twenty oh two is what he said. Twenty oh two. A.D. A.D. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he said it was a uh, palindrome year, and, it, and he said it was the last palindrome year until thirty oh three, and then that made me wonder, wouldn't. Twenty-one twelve. Well, I did the same thing. I said, <laughs> that's so funny. I said that's not right. <laughs> and I said twenty. What about twenty-one dash or twenty-one twelve and twenty-two twenty-two? Right. Twenty-three thirty-two. It just it just it was weird. I don't know why he jumped ahead like a thousand one years. Right. When he could have only needed to jump ahead. Right. <laughs> I think there was something special about 2000 or 2002 where 2002. it was like because of February 02 or, or yeah, you yeah. know, something like, you know, there was something there. But um, I think Al just got it mixed up with something else. But um, I thought that was, um, that was silly. Yeah, I think it's really funny that uh, you and I both wrote down 2112 in our notes. <laughs> And then somebody, I'm not sure I got the context here, but somebody was clapping really loud and he said, oh, please sit down. <laughs> I didn't catch that. I yeah. heard him I heard him say, like, please sit down, but I assumed it was because, like, he saw someone leaving. Oh, no. I, I think it was because I heard, like, a loud cheer and a loud clapping in the audience. And I think he was it's trying to say, oh, they were giving me a standing ovation for telling this story. <laughs> but th- he wrote a song about the palindromes, obviously. He uh, said it was complete nonsense, but sounds like it could mean something. Yep. And that's when he realized he wrote a Bob Dylan song. Yep. And so uh, song, of course, is Bob. Yes. <laughs> and um, <laughs> originally, when I had my numbers wrong, Uh-oh. this was song 11. And I was like, oh, 11, that's oh, a palindrome. But then when I realized oh. I was off, it was only song 10. Boo. Yeah, but if you count Emo Set as the first song, <laughs> then it was 11. <laughs> um, and then it also made me think, is the number 9 a palindrome? Is the number 1 a palindrome? Or do you need more than one character? Mm, good question. Uh, that's something for our, our listeners to think about uh, when you go to bed tonight. Uh, this was so great. Um, this was great because it, uh, anytime Al brings Bermuda into it, it just it ends up being hilarious. And I don't think the rest of the audience found it quite as hilarious as Dave, you, me, and Jackie did because because we, we knew we knew what was coming. Um, mm. But uh, I have an, an update. Intern Frank wants to make sure you you know this that oh. a palindrome is a word or phrase or sequence that reads the same backward and forward 
However, we knew that. However, mathematically, yes, a single letter word is a palindrome. So, yes, so it would also translate to a number. Oh, okay. So, yes. So, the first nine songs. So, Bob was the first non-palindromic <laughs> number. Yes. <laughs> song. Okay. Um, so, Al said uh, this was a cover song. It's a Doors song from 1967, The Summer of Love. He said it's not popular or famous. <laughs> and then... Uh, um, yes, he turned to Bermuda. He's like, "Where, where did you get this?" And because uh, Bermuda said Bermuda turned him on to it, and he said, "Where yeah. did you get this?" And he got uh, a fourth generation cassette copy. Got it from Bermuda at the it, Golden Disc in the bill- the village. Yeah, <laughs> and we just started cracking up. <laughs> and then, and then John, I don't know if you were looking at Bermuda, but I was looking at Bermuda because we could see him great at this show. Uh, and he kind of gave like a proud nod. Like, yeah. <laughs> yep, I got, I nailed that one. <laughs> and but it's so funny because you know most of the audience doesn't know they're about to do Craigslist, um, <laughs> <laughs> so they're buying the story completely. Um, I, I love that John was just all into the nonsense tonight. Uh, but as soon as we saw Steve stand up and start walking, I'm like, oh, is it going to be, you don't love me anymore? Is it going to be CNR? But then as soon as I saw him putting the headphones in, I was like, yes, it's Craigslist. Yes. And it was Craigslist. And um, I never really take notes during Craigslist because I'm just too into it. Um, yeah, I, it's a couple, <laughs> no, I have a couple notes uh, about this, but I, I, yeah, I thought I, the, 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 the lighting on this was, was even more psychedelic than it's oh been my God. in the past. Yeah, it was, it was it great. Was, it was crazy tonight. Um, I did notice that, uh, that Steve and uh, Ruben were dancing. It was the, so great. It was kind of synchronized, yeah. like choreographed dancing where like – they they put their hands up at the same time. They leaned back at the same time. Leaned yeah, it forward. Like it was like, yeah, it looked like they, had, they knew what they were doing. <laughs> like they'd rehearsed, rehearsed it, maybe. Something. And the spotlight <laughs> went directly on them, so being showcased. Uh, did you guys get the uh, coffee shop? Um, I, like I said, Dave, I, I really didn't get to take good notes. Yeah, so, so the the coffee um, shop was the Coffee Co on Lincoln Highway East. Oh yeah, okay. That that sounds familiar. Um, I know you don't usually take good notes. Uh, you usually don't take any notes on this. This uh, I took a couple notes so, tonight. Yeah, I, mean, I took a few, but I, t- I mean, I, I just kind of. I, I think uh, I would. I mean, I'm really gonna. I was hoping you were maybe took some notes or something. I was just. I, I was, was really. Hoping, or maybe we have to dig in your memory banks. Because yeah. I, I mean, it's a wild one tonight, and and there's just so much to remember without you taking any notes. It, it's. But I, I just don't really have a good memory. Yeah. So he said something like, "I'll do my best to try and remember, okay. Dave." It was something like, um, you know, obviously mother. Uh, he said, I, "I something like I want to replace all your internal organs with exact plastic replicas." <laughs> nice. <laughs> he said he wanted to feed uh, Toblerone to your dog. <laughs> uh, he said something like, uh, "Snakes will rise up." And vomit freedom while the big Texas radio plays Afternoon Delight by Starland Vocal Band. Wow. <laughs> or something like that. And uh, that's obviously, that was a reference to me, Dave. Um, oh, that's true. When uh, I named one of Al's uh, Hawaiian shirts um, Skyrockets in Flight, which is a lyric from that song. Wow. Um, I don't believe that one has been <laughs> released yet to the general cheapskates like Al, but. Um, he must have a Patreon subscription 
to have made such a an astute reference. I guess so. Um, <laughs> uh, and so he said, you know, uh, something like, uh, well, the Big Texas Radio plays Afternoon Delight by Starland right. uh, Vocal Band. And he said, I know what they're talking about <laughs> in that song. You can't fool me, mother. <laughs> And he said uh, something like, now, shh, I close my eyes. I can see myself riding through the desert on Billy Barty's back. <laughs> wow, shout out to Billy Barty. Of course, Billy Barty plays noodles in your Of course, a great actor. Yeah. And I, I, I think I asked you to listen for this in Craigslist, Dave, but when, uh, when he says riding through the desert, Bermuda starts playing like a little like yeah, horse you, trotting. You did tell me to, to listen for that. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so he said I, something like, I can see myself riding through the desert on Billy Barty's back. And he says, hope I'm not too heavy, sir. <laughs> Big fan, by the way. Yes. <laughs> and he said, look over there by the Chevron station. There's an old American Indian just standing by the side of the road eating a bag of corn nuts. Corn nuts. <laughs> corn nuts. <laughs> Which that was another reference to that me, That was Dave. another reference. We did talk about <laughs> corn nuts, uh, I think it was after Bakersfield. Yeah, which, I don't remember the brand, but I, I, the packaging looked so good on yeah, these the corn nuts. Awful. And uh, then I we ate them, and they weren't yeah, great. Um, but yeah, I don't think that episode, that episode's not out for the uh, cheap, I mean, the more frugal of our listeners either. So I don't know where Al's getting his information. He's definitely he's clearly, clearly, clearly taking uh, suggestions from our podcast. <laughs> yeah, so if, if you have a Patreon subscriber that comes up as Leroy Finkelstein. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's who Leroy oh. yes. Yeah, but I thought Leroy was at the $27 level. <laughs> so we have to figure that out. Yeah. Um, so he said something like, just standing by the side of the road, the American Indian was eating a bag of corn nuts, and then he said he probably calls them maize nuts. <laughs> <laughs> of course, maize, the other you know, yes. the name for, for corn. And he said... Uh, he probably calls them maize nuts. Don't you, Mr. Indian Man? <laughs> and they said, there's something in the air. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can smell it. It <laughs> smells like justice, equality, and corn nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said, stop the car. I'm getting out. Wow. And then, um, then <laughs> he went on to, I, I assume, correctly pronounce... The lake we were at last night. Yes. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, in, yeah. And um, uh, he did the expert version of wow. Lake Webster. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he, he correctly pronounced Lake Webster. No, he did, he did the long name of Lake Webster. <laughs> and, and I didn't notice that because I wasn't there. And I don't know. If, and, uh, <laughs> but after the show, uh, Jeremy uh, pointed it out to me. And he wanted to make sure that we mentioned that on the podcast. You know, yeah, that's that so cool. cool. As the uh, native New Englander, that did sound just about right. So I think he kind of hit the nail on that one. <laughs> so do you think he spent the entire trip from... Uh, from Massachusetts to Lang to Lancaster, Pennsylvania, memorizing and trying to understand how to pronounce that name. We tried on the last episode, and I think we failed miserably. Uh, yeah. What I think happened. I wouldn't put it by him. Was um, this okay? This is just a total random uh-huh. theory um, off the off the dome because um, there was some confusion about. Remember, um, the Indian Ranch show was originally 
in Northampton, Massachusetts. Then they didn't put it on sale and they canceled it. And then they put that one for sale. I wonder if they were originally going to put the show in Providence, Rhode Island. And so when Al put together the set list, what if he wrote out, hello, you know, Providence. So when he was reviewing the set list before the show, he had that in his head. And then the next show maybe was going to be Indian Ranch. And so he put this in there. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? But he, he did it. Uh, and then he said, Mother, are you listening, Mother? Shh. The other day, I got a phone call from a stranger who asked me, do you have the time to take a short survey? And I said, no. But I did have time, Mother. I just didn't want to do it. I've been a bad little boy, Mother. What are you going to do about it? 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 What are you going to do? Wow. I think it was something like that. Sounds about right. That's pretty good from memory. Yeah. I I, uh, I think you know, I think you pretty much got it. I probably missed a lot of it, but yeah, that's oh. that's what I remember. Yeah. Maybe you should not take notes more often. Yeah. <laughs> I certainly will. <laughs> Definitely wow. one of the better oh, Craigslist. That was an incredible Craigslist. <laughs> a lot of this pretty much most of this stuff in the call phone call to the mother was new to me. Oh, oh yeah, so. I, I don't. I don't think there were any repeats in there, like except a, for things that I have said on the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> of course. <laughs> and, yeah, and uh, definitely. Um, yeah, it was cool. It was a cool version of Craigslist for sure. So um, after Craigslist, I noticed that Steve, and the lighting. I think we mentioned. Oh yeah, the lighting was the lighting was insane. incredible, and and everything. It was a good version. But as uh, Steve was getting back to. Uh, Home base, home base. Get it. Home base. Um, he had his sunglasses off, and then they he put them back on, uh, and then Al said, "You know, he he went into his spiel. Best thing he ever wrote. Um, you know, the record company didn't want to release it as a single or or a video, and he said it's the song he will uh, be remembered <laughs> <Yeah>. for. <laughs> and um, he was yeah, he was influenced by the beer I had at dinner. That's right." <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. The Let Me Be Your Hog beer. So the song was Let Me Be Your Hog. <laughs> oh, it always gets such a great uh, reaction from the audience. Um, and then uh, he went right into Dog Eat Dog. Dog Eat Dog. Another one that we heard in Indian Ranch. Yeah, lighting on this one was... was uh, you know what? <laughs> Compared to all the other lighting in the in this show, I've I've seen the doggy dog like it's cool, but like it like paled in comparison to yeah. all the other shows. Yeah, I was almost like felt let down by the lighting in doggy dog. So I'm like, oh yeah, doggy dog lighting. It's cool. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's cool, but it's just like with all the other lighting tonight, it was just like, oh yeah, <laughs> step yeah. it up, come on, step yeah, it up. Yeah, the other ones have been stepped up so much. I feel like doggy dog is already at that level because it's, oh, yeah. so, it's, yeah. it's so great. Um, <clears throat> so then Alice said, uh, uh, he has another movie song. That's right. And I immediately was like, oh, is he going to do Nature Trail to Hell? That's what I said. That's what I said. <laughs> but, but he no, said. No, he said uh, it, this song was uh, a classic. Classic Clint Eastwood spaghetti western called The Young, Dumb, and the Ugly. <laughs> and by the way, by the way, The Young, Dumb, and the Ugly, that was also in contention for one of our, our podcast name. 
Yeah, when we had, um, you know, our third... Our third uh, host, our tarantula. Yep. One of us was going to be young, the other one was going to be dumb, and the third one was going to be ugly. And we'll that's let right. you leave it up to the listener as to who's who. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But we did not go that way. Um, and with... what is... what is the, There is a Clint Eastwood movie. What is it? The uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly yeah, or something? Yeah, the bad and yeah. the ugly. Yeah. Uh, so that was, that was really funny. I hadn't heard Al ever do that. Yeah, of course, the song Young, Dumb, and Ugly. Right. And, and uh, I think it was in Minnesota. Um, it must have been the yeah. first. Uh, what was the first Minnesota show? Mankato. Mankato, where they had these really cool like spotlights, searchlights, yeah, searchlights that went out over the audience, and they were they were back again tonight. And it was cool. Yeah. yeah, and they were shining all over the stage, and they were cool. hitting the disco ball. Um, and then you know they had these like kind of. Um, I just, I just, without see, do you know what that word means? Uh, no, <laughs> no. I'm left. I'm left-handed, and I can't even read that. Well, Dave's not left-handed, um, but they, yeah, these like kind of um, these circles uh, of light. Yeah. They sort of had a. It wasn't just a solid light, though. No. It kind of had a, yeah. a texture to it. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. know how to describe it. It's like it. a disco ball. You think that was disco ball? I, I said it looked like the light looked like a disco ball. I don't think it was. Oh, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're so right. The, the light yeah, it was, looked like a disco. Yeah, ball. that's that's a good. Um, there is a there is a line in this song um, where you know he drinks straight from the milk carton, um, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I was saddened because I did not get to drink milk today from Good and Plenty. When I heard oh, and that. I I was thrilled. <laughs> uh, so as as um, as Al normally does during the song, he took uh, uh, during uh, the the uh, music break, he took some a photo yes. of Jim. He took three horizontal shots of the audience and then one vertical shot of the audience, huh. but he did not take a picture of Steve. Huh. So I drew a frowny face in my notes. <laughs> oh. And I also wonder. I mean, we we are. Uh, we typically see the the photos that the band posts. I don't think I've ever seen Jim or Steve or Al post photos from from that. No. So I wonder if he. I have to assume he actually is taking the pictures. But I've I've seen him when uh when I was at the uh, in the front row at the wheel turn and he did that gag. He he was taking the pictures. I could see like the screen kind of like flashing on oh, his cool. phone. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would imagine if he's taking out his phone and then acting, he might as well take a picture. They're free. I don't. Can I? Wait, no, I've never seen him. I've never seen him post that. Are you, Dave, okay with me sharing an off podcast story from our conversation with Eric Appel about cell phones? Do I, you recall this? I mean, you're teasing it. <laughs> um, I don't think this was in the. I think this was like before we actually started the interview. Um, because Eric was at the L.A. show, the first show at the Wiltern. Oh, yes. And he I said that, um, I think it was during the, the fake encore at the end, before the encore, um, he said, <laughs> Eric, uh, said that Al texted him and said, like, how's the show? <laughs> he said it was so surreal for Al to be texting him while he was on stage. That's right. At, at the, the show at the Wiltern, yes. That's awesome. Yeah, so I, so when Al, yeah, so Al, I, I think Al's really doing. He, he must be texting. He must be texting or taking pictures. Yeah, or I think I think it's all legit. But yes, <laughs> definitely never, uh, definitely never seen it, seen any of these pictures. No, probably just for his own. 
And Al has never texted me. He doesn't have my number, but uh, <laughs> that's no excuse. <laughs> that's no excuse. He could e- he could email intern Frank and get it. Um, you know, if he submitted a foil request <laughs> to the podcast. Uh, so then Al picked up the accordion, and uh, and for some reason. Uh, when he talked about you know the audience being impatient, it's time for a drum solo. For some reason, I thought to myself, I wonder if Bermuda's going to do my drum solo. Uh, I don't know why I had that thought. Um, but Bermuda did my drum solo. <laughs> he did the my drum solo. Yeah. Uh, where he does a, a parody of uh, my, my Bologna. <laughs> and it was so great. Because uh, <laughs> Al said, no, no, no. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> and then they just went right into Mr. Popeil. Yes. That was funny. I don't know if Al, um, if this was me mishearing or if Al mispronounced leather, but where they go, uh, I'm going to mend some leather. I heard, I'm going to mend some blether. <laughs> so I don't know what that was. Um, but Dave, I when I was in when I saw this song last, it must have been Chicago because I recall um, telling you guys or telling you about when Al does hand movements and it matches some sounds. Uh-huh. Uh, like uh, I, I think the example I gave you is like in the Fat music video or when he performs Fat Live and he does the the. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. Yeah. Did you notice him doing that for some of the sounds for Mr. Popeil? I did not. Well. You should have been paying attention, Dave. <laughs> Come on, Dave. Uh, you definitely saw it, though, right, Alexis? Oh, absolutely. Okay, good. <laughs> I'd like to change my answer to Alexis's answer as well. All right. <laughs> uh, what did you guys think of Mr. Popeil? I loved it. Um, definitely does not top uh, Lisa Popeil doing the live backing vocals. Oh, no. Nothing can um, top that. Nothing that will was ever so top cool. that. But that's I, that's probably one of one of my favorites um, that's in rotation this tour to yeah. hear. I agree. It always feels like a treat when we get Mr. Popeil. I know yeah. it's it's a lower rotation one, but I just I've always loved that song so much. It's yeah. one of my favorites yeah. from Absolutely. in three D. So it's it's great to get to hear. And there was there was no red light for the tomato. No. Um, Still. I was, yeah, I was bummed. Although I, I do feel like I did see one time there was a red light for the tomato. Huh. Uh, of course, a, a former Ethan suggestion. <laughs> um, wow. I don't have any suggestions tonight, by the way. I, I don't know if it's a spoiler alert. or. Wow. Um, Maybe I might have one. Okay. Maybe I won't. I don't know. Find <laughs> out. Um, yeah. Uh, whoa, my notes it? are a little... Oh, gross? He said something about gross generalization. Oh, gross generalization. A lot of celebrities and, and performers, performers um, are del- deluded? deluded. Think. Uh, oh, and they, they, they they think of only two things. They're deluded, but um, Al's more oh, self-aware. Yes, there you go. And uh, people, you know, associate him with two things: being a <laughs> sexual dynamo and dynamo being in, in king of the blues. And he said it's it appropriate me. For Probably inappropriate to demonstrate the former. former. <laughs> of course, uh, the song is generic blues. Goes into that, and uh, I'm going to keep taking credit for this, even though I don't remember saying it. But according to Blair, I did. Blair Freeman. He said that I made a suggestion. No, he said was, one of us, and then you took credit for it. No. <laughs> but anyway, suggestion that uh, <laughs> I'm taking credit for it again. <laughs> you can have it. <laughs> that I'll use blue lights. 
because the song is generic blues. And of course he starts off with blue lights. So I'm so proud that he's continuing to take my amazing suggestion. <laughs> I'm so thrilled that this show is just all about Al uh, <laughs> taking, our <laughs> taking our suggestions. Um, <laughs> and um, yes, then he he said a very uh, I didn't even take a note yeah, because it was it's pretty standard. And he's living he's living in strange times, and uh, you know, people are he wants people to be well informed. And he goes on and on, and basically gets all of his news from one source, the weekly Midnight Star, which he also did last night too. Yep. Wow! Yes, yep. yes, and. Uh, the the main thing I wrote down was the absolute last part of Midnight Star. So do you have anything that came before that? Nope. Um, there's a, just a really fun... I've noticed it before. Uh, Jim does a great little guitar flourish right at the end of the song. Mm. And um, it's not from the, the album version. I think it's just like a little mini kind of solo or something. Well, you know, there there is that guitar solo where in the song where he says you can learn to play... Uh... Right, and not it's not that part. That the ESP to learn to play guitar. Yeah, and Jim does has sort of guitar solo in there. There's also another guitar solo, sort of unannounced, in earlier in the song. And I thought Jim, I thought Jim did well on both of those solos. I, I was watching him, and I thought that was he did a good job. I just wanted to. I didn't write that down, but now that I'm thinking about it, I wanted to just mention that. <clears throat> so shout out to Grammy Award winning Jim Kimo West. Um, <clears throat> so then Al said he wanted to, you know... Well, I, so, <laughs> I guess maybe we should point out a song that he hasn't performed yet tonight. Okay. And Alexis is smiling because she knows where this is going. It, I know, it's going that he did not play Airline Amy <laughs> once again, and I'm now taking this as a once once again as a personal attack on myself. <laughs> so how many? So you've been trying to see Weird Al perform Airline Amy for for this entire tour this, so far because it, it's the only song you haven't seen him perform, correct? The, yeah. One of the only one. That's the only one left that I want to see that's in rotation that I haven't seen. But and you only went to one Medford show. I went to night, and of course he played it at night one, the right. one I wasn't at. Um, but we did, you know, get two nights of Midnight Star back-to-back, so I'll take that as a consolation prize, but okay. we, we are still we're still upset. We are zero for seven on the, oh, seven. Seven. Zero wow. for seven oh. on the airline Amy counter for those at home who are keeping track. Um, it's probably just me and Alicia at this point. Um, <laughs> oh, she hasn't heard it either. No, no, she's heard it. She's also keeping track of how many like shows I've been to where oh. I haven't heard it. Um, but I don't know if I'll. What was it? You, you with um, that boy could dance. You went to what thirteen and didn't hear hear it. At it, was it was ten. It was ten. I know. I might. I might make a give you a run for your money on this. All one. right. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Airline Amy still wow. still way. Alexis is still. And this is going to be the. Uh, the second time you've seen two shows in a row. So yes. tomorrow night, uh, if he doesn't play it, that will have been two uh, two nighters where he yes. did not play it. So I have to assume he's going to play it tomorrow. Well. And we have we have four sh- after tomorrow. We have four shows left of the three or four shows left that I'm going to this tour. And wow, that's a. Uh... You know what, Frank? Play the song. It's. So my suggestion is that Al and the band play Airline Amy tomorrow night. You know, I, I, I'll, Do you guys I co-sign? Can, I concur. I concur. Um, 
because I've suffered long enough. Wow. I've endured this emotional distress. And I think it's about time that he kind of just says, you know, we're going to make Alexis happy and just play. Oh, yeah, that would be good if, if he played it to make you happy. I just I was suggesting it because I just like the song. and I like to hear <laughs> oh, it. Oh, well, that too. Um, it's a cool song. Yeah. I mean, when Al performs it, it's amazing. I really wish you could have heard it. I know. Yeah, I love when he does the silly intros for it. When you guys were in Bakersfield, I was literally sitting at LAX in the terminal, and I had like four or five separate people text me <laughs> while he was playing Airline Amy to tell me, and I'm just like... Yeah. Exactly. I appreciate well. the thought, like the, the <laughs> thought that went into letting me know, but it's just like... Really? You can rub just, it in my face. Yeah, rubbing the salt into the wounds. <laughs> yeah, I think I sent you a little video. You, did. you, you were like, you should have come with You're us. You're part of the problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. Uh, so Al said he's got a story about America in a broad sense. He said in a more narrow sense, it's a story of a twine ball. Oh. He talked about um, uh, Mr. <laughs> Francis A. Johnson. And uh, being from Darwin, Minnesota, Al continued to mention Darwin, which uh, obviously is thanks to the influence of Discover Darwin, great sponsor, Discover Darwin. And um, he he went a little bit more in depth in the uh, information. Yeah, it was quite. Yeah, he actually went into this one quite a bit. It was quite a good story. Yeah, he said that. I guess uh, maybe having just been so close to Darwin, he was able to. Maybe absorb. he heard episode twenty-seven centimeter, which <laughs> nobody has not been it. released yet. yet. Um, but Al probably was listening to that and uh, he talked about from nineteen fifty to nineteen seventy-nine. Yeah, Francis A. Johnson spent twenty-nine years making the twine ball, and he said, and he didn't need your stinking help. That's right. <laughs> And uh, he called him a true American and played the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota. Yeah, so I... uh, This was was a song that uh, Adrian and Ann's daughter Lucy was really, really hoping to hear. So it was great that that she got to hear this. Uh, Spoiler alert, I did ask her what her favorite song was, and she did say it was the twine ball. Yes, and so she is not going to the show tomorrow. No. So it was a, I guess, a 50-50 shot whether she was going to get Twine Ball. So very happy that she got it. She deserves it. Yeah. She Even the, me not getting Airline Amy is whatever, but is, Lucy got Twine Ball, and that's all that matters. <laughs> one for one. One for one. She, she got it. She's 100%. <laughs> in her attempts. She can retire right now. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and, so, um, so, yeah, so it was great, great that Lucy got to hear her song. And uh, I don't know if, about you, but I was getting a flash. I was feeling nostalgic, actually, when he was playing this song. I, I was really re- thinking back, because this is the first time that I've heard this song since Minnesota. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, I guess I've it's come up on my... Uh, like music shuffle a few oh. times since then, so I have heard it a few times. No, I, I never listen to Weird Al music, so I, outside of concerts, <laughs> he has music too. <laughs> I just I just think he does concerts full time. <laughs> but so yeah, it's the first time I've heard the song since we've left Minnesota. So I was feeling very emotional about this song. Can uh, I share? I just had a, a memory. Uh, I had a coworker ask me one time, and they no longer work for the company uh, because I asked you this. Yes. Okay. Yep. I had them removed. <laughs> uh, they. They. Uh, this was you know a couple years ago. I guess the strings attached to her era, and uh, they asked me. Um, so do you just like um, 
seeing Al's shows, or do you actually like his music too? <laughs> I'm like, what kind of question is that? <laughs> Make it makes sense. Oh, I hate his music, but I just love watching his dance moves. I, wait, what? No wonder why they don't work. Here. I would have had him fired too. Banished to the shadow realm. And there was, uh, I did get, um, <laughs> I did get pickle. Flashbacks to eating that pickled wiener. Oh my god, still <laughs> traumatic. Yikes! And we brought you one, Alexis, so you can try it live on the podcast. All right. <laughs> Would you really try it? I mean, yeah. Oh, tomorrow we are finding pickled. <laughs> right. We are gonna get you one. Um, so then, uh, after the you know after um, Twine Ball ended, they they started doing their little shtick where they uh, <laughs> pretend they're backstage, and this was a. A great, uh, yeah, <laughs> great a one. lot going on up there. Um, not only did they take one of my suggestions, um, another Ethan suggestion. So the first thing I noticed was Steve. I, I can't even describe what he's doing, but he's kind of like, like uh, making a claw with his hands. Yeah, was he doing the finger thing? Nah. No, he was doing like, like kind of like a claw machine would be opening and closing. Yeah, and he was kind of like, like trying to like, like pick up something but he wasn't moving up and down or anything yeah he just was like doing it just just doing that open and closing so at first i had no idea what he was doing but then he sort of got the attention of um al and ruben and i think he was doing shadow puppets with how the lights were going because i saw both al and ruben doing the uh the dog shadow puppet that i suggested al should do during dog eat dog Mm. Uh, in one of the Just centimeters. Just a little bit late, but yes. Um, yes, so uh, Al, Al, I think in that moment, remembered my suggestion. <laughs> was like, oh, I, I wanted to do this for Ethan. Um, and so they were just doing, like, you know, hand signals. Um, meanwhile, Bermuda was uh, wiping down the uh, the drum shield. He started on the Jim side, then he was doing the Steve side. And then I looked away. I guess I was watching them doing the hand, hand puppets, and uh, I turned back, and Bermuda's hand was stuck in the bongo drum, <laughs> and Al was was uh, you know walking back to to do the encore, and so Bermuda ran over to Hawkeye. Hawkeye pulled pulled the bongo off his arm, and then um, amazing. Uh, I saw Hawkeye bring it back over to where um, where it goes behind the shield. Hawkeye, what a guy! Hawkeye, what a hawk guy! <laughs> put that on the <laughs> put that on the two thousand inch store. So I came back out after his little break, their little break, and uh, he said that you know they've been doing cover songs for a while. Um, and uh, they, they, this was a band this, out this of Seattle. This was a band out of Seattle, and I was and I, I I know one band out of Seattle. Actually, I know several bands out of Seattle. The one I was thinking was Nirvana. President of the United thinking, States of America. I was thinking of Peaches. I was thinking. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking. Wow, you guys went told there. I was thinking probably the biggest band out of Seattle, Nirvana. And I was thinking, oh, are we actually going to get a? I was thinking my favorite band out of Seattle, which is President of the United States of America. And I was like, but, oh, I hope we get Peaches. I hope we get Peaches. But um, oh boy. Were we both wrong? We were, we were both wrong. Severe, Three of us were wrong. We were severely incorrect. <laughs> but it was a great consolation prize. This is a great one to yeah, get. This, uh, this is the song. The, his favorite band out of Seattle was the Jerry Hendrix Experience, which of course <laughs> is a uh, it's a real band out of Seattle. But they, you know, obviously uh, Jerry Lewis and uh, Jimi Hendrix merged this song into Foxy Lady so this is that weird version we've heard it before we heard it in I think Bakersfield yeah 
Oh, that's right. In Bakersfield, we heard it. It's the foxy lady, Jerry Lewis version, basically. <laughs> it's, it's a cool version of foxy lady, a cool cover version of foxy lady. So we got to hear foxy lady. Is there really a real yeah, there Jerry is. Hendrix? Yes, there is. Jerry Hendrix experience. It's a real thing. And uh, so, yeah. So we got to hear Foxy Lady. And apparently, I always assumed the song was spelled F-O-X-Y. But I'm wrong. It's spelled F-O-X-E-Y. Foxy when I Lady. Google the Jerry Hendrix experience, it just comes up with <laughs> videos of Al. <laughs> From the last vanity tour. Yeah. <laughs> well... The, you shouldn't be Googling. You should make our interns rank Google it. That's probably the issue. Well, he's out of reach. <laughs> um, well, I'll... I'll, I'll uh, for, <laughs> for the sake of time, I'll take your word for for uh, for it, Dave, that there's a real Jerry Hendrix. Uh, <laughs> I'm making that up. And so afterwards, Al was, was like getting ready, and he's like, Oh, you need about 13 seconds, Jim? Uh, gonna do one last thing. Okay, we're ready. <laughs> and then uh, they went into, um, very surprisingly, the unplugged medley, which um, <clears throat> Dave, we we all of us were really excited to hear because Amish Paradise, yes, is so in the unplugged right, medley. So, so yeah, so this is Lang. So Lancaster, Pennsylvania, is one of those, uh, you know. Obviously, the heart of Amish country. Um, if you get to hear, I've, I've heard it on the other times I've been here, you get to hear Amish Paradise in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. It is, it should be on your checklist. It's one of the most amazing things. It's like, you know, hearing uh, the biggest ball twine in Minnesota. In Minnesota, we're hearing smells like Nirvana in Seattle. You know, it's just, or hearing Albuquerque in Albuquerque. You know, it's something. Or that, hearing hardware store <laughs> in your local Home Depot. <laughs> right. So it's it's that kind of level. So... We did get to hear Amish Paradise. It did get a huge loud cheer. I was going to say, I think that triggered like the loudest audience reaction yeah. I heard the entire oh, night. Oh, yeah. Totally. And people were waving their arms, and it was incredible. Yeah, I and was waving my arms. As soon as I saw people do it, I was like, I love it. And so we were doing it. So we were doing it. Yeah, so it was cool. It was the unplugged version of Amish Paradise, so it wasn't quite the same, but it was... Uh, I was kind of hoping in the back of my mind that that Al would make an exception and play the full version, the con, you know the concert version that he usually plays of Amish mm -hmm. Paradise. They the band knows it. They probably don't need to rehearse it, but even if they did, it would take a couple minutes for them to to learn it again. So I wish he had played the uh, the actual Amish yeah, Paradise. So just you went guys, into it. Both way, of you could have understood. Yeah. Even if he just played a little bit of it. Well, the way the that he starts version. Yoda as the lounge version then goes into right, real yeah. Yoda, it would be cool if he had done that a little. Yeah. yeah. Maybe yeah. somehow worked in. But missed opportunity. Maybe tomorrow. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, yeah, then there won't have to be a legal end time and a, you <laughs> know. That's right. You know, so, yeah, so Unplugged time. Medley, uh, of course, made up of Amish Paradise, Smells Like Nirvana, White and Nerdy, Word Crimes, Yoda, and the Yoda Chant. And amazing, amazing. Either way, it's still cool to see Amish Paradise in like. That, oh, was, so that was a first for me. It was incredible. Yeah. I wish you guys got the full experience, yes. the full song, yeah. as it was on the album version, but yes, in, indeed. Um, now, one thing I wanted to point out, this was during the Yoda chant, when uh, when they do that Hawaiian verse, and then Al goes, everybody! Um, <laughs> he did the everybody, and then um, 
as he started it the second time, he looked at someone in the front and like made eye contact and was like, come on, <laughs> like kind of like beckoning them, like, come on, I said everybody. <laughs> so that was great. I hadn't seen him do that before. Um, and uh, it was, you know, just a great show all around. Um, I, I wanted to point out uh, in the Yoda chant that, that I thought this was, again, one of the one of the best versions of the Yoda chant that Al uh, did. I really liked the lighting. It's, I don't know what was different about it, but the lighting was really good on this particular mm. version of the Yoda chant. So uh, hopefully whatever they did different sticks because it was uh, it was amazing. Right. No, definitely. I agree, I agree with that 100%. Yeah. So Al said, thank you, Lancaster. I love you all. And the show, I have officially ended at 10.04 p.m., Burrito, burrito time. I have 10.03. Well, <laughs> you were further to the left, so... <laughs> I was dead center. Okay. <laughs> I was further to the left, so it, it took a little longer for it to get to me. Um, Dave, uh, I suppose it's time for you oh. to reveal your pick of the night. So, if you're ready, I can have Frank play the song. Yeah, I just have to remember what it is. Oh, jeez. <laughs> now I know what it is. <laughs> uh, it's Dave's pick of the night. All right, so my pick of the night is uh, One More Minute, and it's going to be One More Minute because, just because, I mean, the song's awesome, but the amazing, amazing introduction that Al gave today, one of the best I've ever heard, is a story, the whole um Telling about you know, the whole back and forth between him and Bermuda and the uh, Dick's Clark messing up Dick's, <laughs> the money grubbing, the money grubbing, whatever it was, money oh, laundering, it was extravaganza. At some, point, at some point, Al said Dick, Dick's Clark's whatever, which just <laughs> made me laugh as as much as what Bermuda had said. It was a great introduction, and then just the way he delivered that one line about. Uh, about all Grand Central Station with my beep and just <laughs> and the audience went going crazy and just just that moment having that moment the introduction to one more minute and into one more minute and then in the song itself the fact that he's you know emphasized the word tongue and and I cheered like crazy so my pick of the night is one more minute now um, Alexis you you guessed what I did. Uh, Dave would would choose. Do you want to share that before I reveal mine? Um, my guess was Craigslist. Oh, um, Dave, you should have picked Craigslist. You should have picked Craigslist. <laughs> Craigslist would have been my pick of the night. <laughs> it's always your pick of the night. Yeah, it's, I've, I've said that. <laughs> You're so predictable. That's like how my pick of the night has been guess? airline Amy for the last seven shows. <laughs> I mean, there was a couple. This was a tough one because there, there, there was Craigslist, of course, which is amazing, and there was that. Well, really, I did. Well, let's look well, at let what me, I wrote because I, I did write a couple contenders. Well, yeah. So let me see if you got any of these contenders. Okay. 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 So Craigslist would, would have been one of the contenders, and uh, as well as uh, Close but No Cigar for the Mama Cass uh, stop. I thought that was, uh, I thought that was a cool moment, and you know I like uh, unique things that happen yep, in songs yep. like that. So that was definitely another one of. That was up on the list, and and let me say that I really, um, I really enjoy the Yoda chant. And I'd asked you off the air if uh, if I could, if I could pick 
if if I could break up a song such as the unplugged medley, if it would count as one song, or if it would count as if I could split it into the individual pieces of the medley. And I think you had said that I would need to pick the entire medley. Um, I think that's fair. I think that yeah, I agree. I'm not disagreeing yeah. with you. Okay. So had I been able to pick the Yoda chant, the Yoda chant would have been in it. But the entire medley, again, I was disappointed. Nothing wrong with hearing Amma's Paradise the way it was performed, but I was disappointed we didn't get the full version of Amma's Paradise, so I did not want to pick the Unplugged Medley. So, those are my time? choices. Time for Frank to play the newest song yes. from Zeb Lemke. What a guy. It's Ethan's prediction of Dave's pick of the night. <laughs> All right. So, like I said, I, I wrote down a couple things. Um, so let me go through. Um, first one I wrote was "Close but No Cigar." Good. And I wrote, uh, "You would have uh, had this as a, at least a contender." Yep, I did because of the apology. Yep. The second one I wrote down as a contender was "One More Minute" because of the awesome intro. Yep. The third one I wrote down as a possibility was Craigslist because yep. the call with the mother. Yep. Uh, and then the I wrote down a fourth one was Foxy Lady. Oh. Uh, because that one is just such a fun one to get. It um, was a fun one to get, but I've heard that heard that song before. That's true. Um, but ultimately, one more minute was my choice. Oh, I love it! I so. love it! Oh, you had me fooled. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so ultimately, um, I, I got the Close Bit of Cigar. Wow. Did you say Craigslist was a contender? Craigslist, yes. So, um, yeah, Foxy Lady, I guess, wasn't a contender, but I, I wanted to have four um, for whatever reason. <laughs> but, yeah, I got it right. So I guess I'm back on back on wow. the uh, winning train after you uh, you made I it not fun you. anymore. You derailed uh, and, and ruined my streak no. uh, by cheating. False strategy. By no cheating. No cheating strategy. <laughs> Um, cool. Well, so we ended up after the show. We hung out there for oh quite a long time. We, we never sure got did. kicked out. We just eventually were like, they really should have kicked us out. So then we just eventually we just left. left. Well, we, <laughs> well, we did get kicked. We we did hang out in the. Uh, oh, we went over and uh, I so many people were there. I know Mike was there and and Adrian, Ann, Lucy, uh, Alexis, of course, Jackie, myself, Jeremy. Uh, Nancy, we're all hanging out. And I'm sure I'm forgetting somebody. Let's look at the group. We took a group picture. Well, well, this was this was in. Oh, the you're theater right. You're itself. right. Inside, yeah. yeah. We were inside right. the theater, and and we were in there for quite a while before somebody eventually did come over and say, uh, "You guys kind of need to leave the theater. We need to clean this." We got to clean. Get out. <laughs> oh, so Myra and Bob were there as well. Um, so eventually, so we're like, okay, well, so what we do is when typically when someone asks us to leave the theater area, we go out to the lobby area. And we hang out in the lobby area. Until they kick us they out, kick and then we the hang area. out in front However, of the door. <laughs> we were in the lobby area for so long that the whole place was cleared out. We had to have been there for what, like over an hour? I don't know if it was that long. No, long definitely. No, four, and we left. We left at like 11. 11.30. We were outside for a while, too. So. Not that long. Not as long. Not as long. We were inside for at least an hour. Um, between the theater and they the were lobby, doing the um, upstairs of the lobby, we could actually see them doing the photos with Al and the yeah. signing. Because um, we saw like flashes, and we're like, "What is that?" And I was like, "Oh, they're taking the pictures." Yeah. So I mean, we were hanging out in the lobby, and there was a whole group of people. Uh, geez, 
So many of them. Yeah, Jeff McClelland. Uh, I got to see Jeff. Uh, I hadn't seen him earlier okay, like cool. you did. You got to, so I got to see Jeff. Jeff. We gave him some wooden nickels. <laughs> I kept giving him wooden nickels. Yeah. <laughs> so he's, he's like, I already got some. I'm like, here, take another one. And then um, we got oh. to, I, I finally got to meet. Yes, yeah, uh, so I mentioned, of course, uh, Amy Amy Carter was up in the uh, balcony. Uh, she did come down. Oh, she was hanging out with us. Uh, actually, as she was coming in uh, to uh, to say hello to us, that's when we got kicked out of the. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> she said, "Hi, how you doing?" She's like, "You guys got you guys got passes?" And we're like, "No." She's like, and then the lady's like, "Are oh, you got to get out?" The yes, sir. <laughs> so I was like, "Do you have a pass?" And she's like, "No." So we're like, okay, great. Let's go out in the lobby and chat. <laughs> so we got to you got to meet Amy. Uh, chat got to chat with Amy for a while. There was just I mean, so many, uh, so many people there. Uh, the whole group. Yeah, everyone out. else that was there, we we had already mentioned. Um, and then I think as uh, I, I kind of was walking out with uh, with Jeff, and I saw uh, Mary and, and and her friends, and they were just kind of hanging out chatting by the door. I was like, "Hey, there's more people over here chatting," and they're like, "Oh!" And so then they came over and yeah. joined the group. And um, I I don't think I've mentioned this on the podcast, but um, I've been in touch with emo. Not for podcast-related things, but just for comedy-related stuff. We've been wanting to get together and just chat comedy. And um, ever since the beginning of the tour, um, Emo was like, I'll pick a date, I'll pick a date. Well, finally tonight was the date that Emo and I were supposed to have a five-minute chat by the bus about comedy. (laughs) And uh, so I I made my way out, and I saw Emo kind of like waiting and I saw like a, a little van full of people. I saw like Steve and Jim in there and, and Emo was like kind of waiting and I you know, I think he, he was obviously waiting for me and as soon as I walked over he's like Ethan, you're going to kill me. It's like I can't do tonight. We have to leave now. <laughs> uh, and he said, but tomorrow night um, I will be free for an hour and I am very happy to share five minutes of that hour <laughs> with you. <laughs> so, awesome. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> oh, so you actually ran out to the bus, and we were all hanging out in the I lobby. didn't even think you did. Yeah, I did. I did. And then, because all of a sudden, you I were ran back out, in the lobby. I, I talked to Emo very briefly. He hopped in the the shuttle. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, because the band and, and Emo and the and some of the crew, um, they don't really hang out at the venue if, they're, if it's a two-night. They just go right back. So um, That makes sense. They it, honestly, it might have been held up because of me, <laughs> because <laughs> you know I, I try to give time to let people clear out before I I go over and um yeah so that we'll see we'll see what happens tomorrow <laughs> if I get to spend my five minutes with emo <laughs> so uh, yeah so I, we were breaking out into little groups I was chatting with with Jeremy for a while I think I was chatting with Jeremy in the, the the theater too but it, chatting with uh, Bob and, and I think we all just kind of broke out and we were splitting groups and chatting with Adrian it was a lot of fun so it was so Mike Minakin yeah. Mike was there yeah, everybody I mean it was cool and uh, I then um, I we, bro- we broke over because we, they still had the merchandise out which was interesting oh yeah because yeah. they don't have to pack up they don't have to pack up but like all like everything was covered and so, but the shirts were still out visible so you and I wanted to take a picture by that and uh, as we're, we're over there taking the picture, I noticed a couple of things. I noticed that the coffee was still out, so <laughs> they never put the coffee away. Uh, and then one of the, the turntable mats was still out, and they never put that away. But uh, Oh, and I noticed that the, um, the pullover sweatshirt, uh, they're out of a couple sizes. So there was small, medium, large, and triple XL. So they're <laughs> yes. out of XL and double XL, wow. uh, at least at the moment. And so. they still do have the blue hats for only a limited time only. Yeah. 
So um, Marty confirmed that they everything that they will have is uh, they they currently have, and probably over the next couple shows they'll run out of the blue. Yeah. They'll have to get a the new color hat. And then I did uh, I did confirm with Marnie earlier too that uh, eventually they will have those the updated shirts with the updated tour. Probably dates soon because the those right. the tour dates are coming up. Yeah, in she a, said about it'll be month. soon. It said it'll be, be right before the, the those dates, but they will definitely have them. Um, so while we're hanging out there, um, I saw a couple people I haven't seen in a while, uh, friends of, of mine, uh, Gina and Kevin, were out there, and Gina uh, Gina had gotten a oh, yeah. sign poster, and we were chatting about that, and I gave her some podcasts. She's like, I already have this, and I'm like, well, take, take it anyway. <laughs> but I don't think she, had, she definitely didn't have a wooden nickel. No. So that's new. Uh, but yeah, so it was cool to get to see and chat with Gina and introduce, of course, Gina to you as well, and you two to each other. Um, you know, see a lot, see her a lot in Pennsylvania. Uh, I think. Um, wow. Then after that, <laughs> yeah. So we usually will hang out in the lobby till we get kicked out. We never got kicked out, so we ended up saying, "I think we should just like go." <laughs> so we I mean, our group was getting smaller and smaller. People were leaving. You know, the few of them had long rides to go and babies to, or kids yeah. to put away to sleep and kids to put away <laughs> I don't know I'm not a parent I don't know how it works I assume you just up. put them in a drawer and close it yeah right? hang them up yeah. in a coat closet yeah, like put their know. shirt on the hanger so uh, yeah but yeah basically uh, uh, yeah so but we were hanging outside and I don't think and for quite a while uh, with a smaller group yeah at least 20 minutes uh, and then uh, I think we ended up yeah, leaving around eleven thirty. I think we we finally shut down shop. We walked through the uh, the uh, Amish tunnel. Amish tunnel. Thank you. <laughs> the Amish tunnel. Which, which, by the way, Ethan has a picture of an Amish tunnel in his hotel room. Yes, and uh, doesn't look like that one has horse poop in it. <laughs> yeah, I can't tell. I don't see a Panera on the other side it either. Seems, it seems to be a nicer Amish tunnel. Than <laughs> the Amish tunnel. That More we, well kept Amish tunnel that we walked through. But, uh, yeah, so I just have one more update. I said I would keep you updated. Um, I still have exactly two likes on my tweet about my 13th Twitter anniversary, but I did get a comment. Oh. So that's Martin. Martin uh, commented, and his comment, well, it's public, so anybody can read it. It says, yes, something I can see in my bio, February 2009. So I guess. <laughs> I don't know why I saw my... <laughs> Either Martin's wrong and my... <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I don't know. When I look, you have three likes. I do? Did I just get another like? Oh! At Ethan Ullman. Producer and... It looks like you're not following me back, Dave. Of... Yeah, you follow? don't follow me back either. What's up with that? I don't follow anybody. Hey! Hey! <laughs> now you do. <laughs> now you do. <laughs> Well, I unlike. <laughs> I can't unfollow. How do you unfollow? I don't know. Well, don't. that's all the time we have for today. <laughs> uh, that's all, folks. This was this was a, a great concert. I'm looking forward to tomorrow night, guys. Unfollow, unfollow. <laughs> <laughs> have you tried turning it off and turning it back? Oh, on? <laughs> oh David Rossi followed me. <laughs> You follow twenty people, including me and Alexis. Trying to follow. Oh, I don't even follow Alexis. That's rude. Now I do. Oh, thank you. I try to follow as few people as possible. You you follow Talking Taco Radio. Yes. What is that? Are are you are you serious? Are you serious? Are you serious? 
I don't know what talking oh taco God. radio is. Talking taco radio. That is, that is Adrian's amazing, amazing, um, it, uh, internet, uh, internet radio, radio show. I didn't this, know that. This, this is my formal request to Adrian right now, live on the air. Please bring back TTR. Oh yes, please. TTR was amazing. Please bring it back. Um, you can have Lucy be your producer because <laughs> if it. she knows more about Pokemon Go on the phone than me, I'm sure she can help produce your radio show. Well, so, I, thank you. This is the first time hearing about it. The the uh, maybe talking taco radio should be following me, it so was, I knew about what it. What was it like? Was it like monthly? Like it was? Yeah. So oh, we were really going off. Yeah. So <laughs> talking taco radio. I guess since we brought it up, we have to talk about it. It was a uh, it was a internet it was an internet radio station that Adrian put together, and uh, he would do these yeah, monthly or so uh, shows that he would. He would uh, basically produce these awesome shows that he would get feedback from all the people on, on or a group of people, um, the supporters, I, people who donated to the World of Weird Al Yankovic Forum. And uh, we had our own little special area where we had all private conversations in a small group of us. And, uh, and, and Adrian would take su- to come up with these themes for these radio shows and he would take suggestions uh, from all the listeners who wanted to participate, and then he would put together this amazing show, and we got to share like all different musical tastes and, and stuff, and cool. we got to learn all different stuff. It was a really cool, well done show. I, I and miss that's why I follow Talking Taco Radio, and now you follow me and Alexis. Unfollow, unfollow. <laughs> <laughs> That was Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast, ridiculously self-indulgent bonus episode 31 centimeter. Unfollow, unfollow. How do you unfollow? What the heck? Unfollow. Unfollow, unfollow. (laughs) Unfollow.